0: 102 Springfield Clash of Rockets just about 5:34, and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel and on Rock 102. And it's just about 25 degrees in downtown
1: Springfield. It's gonna be sunny today with a high of 49. Tomorrow, 59 for a high. You know, I'm looking at next week's weather. Not too shabby for the Mayflower Marathon.
0: Tuesday seems a little iffy, but uh, Monday and uh, I don't know. Monday well, looks pretty good. Mean, it's not gonna be that cold. But when you see rain in the forecast for the Mayflower Marathon, yeah. that bugs me out. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the rain, but we'll collect food no matter what. But it hurts yes. when it rains. Yes, it does. And I mean, everything hurts. Uh, speaking of things that uh, that may hurt, missing any part of the Bax and Nagle show. Thankfully, there's the uh, the podcast, which is brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sale service, parts, and rentals. Mark Hotford and Holyoke. Hell of a show today, boy. Woo man, are you kidding me? Nonstop laughs. Yeah, we got
1: a, we got a couple of different things going on. Uh, we got uh, we, we got mi the A hole today. Uh, yeah, we're also gonna talk about etiquette
0: on uh, funeral processions. Also uh, the, the chance that Marty Caproni will be joining us today. Maybe. Pretty good chance. Pretty good chance. Fairly good chance. I think it's a hundred percent chance. It's also a hundred percent chance we'll get to that other stuff too. Yeah, but uh, the whole—what uh, was I
1: just talking about? What did I just say we were going to? Procession. Call? Processional. Uh, the funeral procession. I just sounded like we were actually an actual morning show with with some topics. Please. I know. Don't get uh, don't get people's hopes up. Well, I just I just lay things out. You know, I lay things, I lay all the materials out and we'll just use whatever we can
0: to try to build a a diorama here. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It's 536 on Rock 102.
2: On the next live in concert. Our-
0: Springfield's classic rock. It's 550 in the Rolling Stones of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It is uh, going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 49. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 59. It is 25 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening
1: in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, there's a Taylor Swift theme cruise. Shut up. Uh, yeah. When are we going? Next October. Let's make plans. Yeah, it's, uh, let's see. Taylor Swift Dream Cruise is set sail in 2024. Uh, Taylor will not be part of it. Well, then what's the point? Well, because it's like all about her music and dance. Uh, Fans will have the chance to swap bracelets and don their best eras outfits next year during a uh, Swifty-themed four-night cruise. Travel agency Marvelous Mouse Travels is organizing a Royal Caribbean In My Cruise Era ship. Uh, in 2024 of the uh, of September of... next October, I'm sorry. October 21st next year.
0: Wait a minute. That's going to cost me thousands of dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's not going to be on it? No, she's not going to be on it. What
1: a ripoff. But it says, Join us as we celebrate all things Taylor, make new friends, dress up in your favorite eras, trade friendship bracelets, and enjoy everything this amazing ship has to offer. Nah, forget it we can get uh Don Anderson involved in this we'll do a we'll do a rock 102 Swifty cruise you
0: know, not do to so connected yeah I bet you he could get Taylor Swift on the boat I'm sure he could. or at least at at some uh, point of call well we could get uh, John Kerry to get us on a Swift
1: boat that's sort of like that isn't it
0: not nearly <laughs> not
1: nearly not as nearly
0: as appealing <laughs> as uh, yeah. Taylor Swift cruise
1: Itter- itinerary planning is still underway but the agency says fans uh, can expect a welcome cocktail party <laughs> party friendship bracelet swapping yeah okay we i just mentioned all that stuff royal caribbean's Allure of the sea ship can hold 5500 guests at double occupancy
0: you know when we were at the uh, the movie a couple yeah. weeks ago there were these uh, there was these young girls trying to sell friendship bracelets yeah uh, to to us you know the two oldest people in the theater and uh i told those girls to go piss off were they selling them or trading them i think they were selling them no see this
1: is the thing that i didn't understand until we were sitting in the movie theater and my daughter uh, there's some kid walks up to us and then they just trade bracelets yeah it's a trading thing it's not you don't sell them
0: I think they were trying to make a few bucks. I think they were trying to shake us down for friendship bracelets. Uh, What kind of friendship is based on 10 bucks? Because they're
1: probably looking at you going, look at these two old farts. Let's see if we can scam 10 bucks out of them, even though these bracelets are free. I think I was a target. Yeah. And then you're like, you sound like the guy that tried to sell me a car warranty over the phone last week. (laughs) I'm on to you. I see what you're up to. But if you want to go on the Taylor Swift cruise, uh, you better act fast because all of the, uh, all of the cap, whatever the lowest level is, have been sold out. Okay. Whatever that is called. Not the. Is it the?
0: I don't even. I it, listen. It's, it's been not so state long. State rooms, is it? State rooms mm. are like the. I think I, it's been so long since I've been on a cruise. I don't even remember the lingo. Well, for sixteen hundred bucks, you can get a
1: room, if you're lucky.
0: For fourteen hundred bucks, you can get a single bucket of
1: beer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Friends cast issued a joint statement After Matthew Perry's death But yesterday Matt LeBlanc and Courtney Cox Each posted their own tributes on Instagram LeBlanc uh, posted several pictures With Matthew and said "Quote: It is with heavy heart I say goodbye The times we had together are honestly Among the favorite times of my life It was an honor to share the stage with you And call you my friend I will always smile and I will always think of you And I'll never forget Never spread your wings and fly brother You're finally free And how you doing?
0: Oh, I see what you did there. He he didn't didn't say that. He didn't say that?
1: No. Uh, Much love, and I guess you're keeping the 20 bucks you owe me. Did he say that? Yeah. That's great. Uh, That's great. Courtney uh, posted a uh, behind-the-scenes video from when they filmed the scene where Monica and Chandler sleep together for the first time. Matthew had given her a funny line to say just to make the audience laugh. She said, uh, quote, he often did things like that. He was very funny and he was kind. I'm so grateful for every moment I had with you, Maddie, and I miss you every day. On a related note, Michael J. Fox just revealed something awesome Matthew did for him. Uh, When the Friends cast first made their big sale on their contracts and were made millionaires for the rest of their lives, he wrote a big fat check to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Uh, We were really early on and trying to find our feet, and it was such a vote of confidence to get that. By all accounts... He was a very giving and, and nice individual. He just had some really bad substance abuse problems.
0: He had some uh, he had some demons. But and, seemed uh, to be a pretty decent fellow.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, Chris Pine got dragged for wearing shorts in public, but he doesn't care. Quote, I don't think there's anything to defend. It's called a short, isn't it? It's supposed to be short. How short were the shorts? Oh, they're a little short. They're, they're like Daisy Dukes on a man.
0: Oh, really? Could you see yeah. like the, was like the mouse poking out the house? Yeah. He
1: goes, it's a vibe. It's the best vibe. It's like a Tom Selleck vibe. It's like a 70s surfer vibe because he's got this like jean jacket with no shirt and then the Daisy Duke shorts. Yeah. That's not right. Well, he's trying to be a snack for somebody. He ain't for me. I just lost my appetite. You've probably noticed in recent years that the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving has not aired on ABC. Yeah, how come? Well, it's because Apple acquired the rights to the Peanuts uh, catalog back in 2020. You said Peanuts, right? I did. I used the T. I used the T. Good. Uh, But to show some holiday spirit and in recognition of the special 50th anniversary, Apple TV Plus will allow non-subscribers to watch it for free this Saturday and Sunday, the 18th and 19th. A seven-day free trial is also available if you want to watch it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's
3: the
0: hook.
1: After the trial, it's $9.99 a month, which is the same as buying the actual copy of a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. But I told you this uh, a couple of years ago. I bought, probably back in 2014, through Amazon, I purchased and downloaded the Rudolph special. The Claymation one? Yeah. Well, it's gone now. I have to repurchase it again because... They sold the rights to it, and then somebody else bought the rights to it. Now it's back on Amazon. But if you read the agreement that you signed when you said, "I agree to the terms to this," they can take those rights away from you anytime. You don't actually physically own anything.
0: What a load of garbage! You're just
1: giving them ten dollars until they decide. Okay, he likes it this much. We'll take it away and we'll put it back again. We'll give you another, we'll get, we'll charge you another ten bucks.
0: Uh, if they bring it back, you shouldn't ever have to pay for it again.
1: Well. But that's the thing that you agreed to in those legal terms oh, when you my. sign those. This is why nobody. This is why nobody has the time to read all that stuff. Well,
0: it's in a bunch of legal uh, legal uh, language that no one possibly could understand except for a lawyer. And even a lawyer wouldn't read through all those terms of service. Of course
1: not. Can oh you imagine that?
0: all more important things to do.
1: And Kim Kardashian was on the cover of GQ showing what a boss she is. Really? Yeah. She just had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I was a big boss like this was when I made, made Ray J eat the spicy tuna roll from the downtown sushi restaurant. And that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. What street is that on? It's on, uh... <sighs> I don't want to say it because it's disgusting. All right. Yeah. Caitlin. I never got that done dirty with your mother, Chris Kim. But I once t- tongue kissed the devil's mustache. <laughs> I did a little clam scrubbing. What are you trying to say? Well, what I'm trying to say is I got a little Kennebunkport surprise from Lincoln the Bloodloins. <laughs> did you ever uh, have the Kennebunkport surprise? Not this surprise? time of year.
0: Not this time of year.
1: It involves clam chowder. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I need to say. <laughs> yeah, that's all you're allowed to say. <laughs> and that, yes, exactly. And that is your Hollywood trash. I'm not gonna do it. Ah! for you. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Craftsman, Errands, plus battery powered ego.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when a professional football team finds itself languishing with a record of two wins and eight losses, every talking head and self-appointed analyst slithers out of the woodwork with something to say. In the case of the Patriots, every NFL insider and so-called expert starts puking out rumors and speculations that they know the real story about what's going on without knowing jack squat or having evidence to back it up. For example, yesterday on ESPN, host Pat McAfee quoted a story that was published in the subscription sports uh, rag uh, The Athletic, claiming that sources within the Patriots organization are saying that the team is prepared for a mutual parting of the ways with Bill Belichick. This then led to former Lions, Texans, Colts, Bucks, Lions again, and Rams quarterback turned ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky to add that he's overheard conversations that not only have the Patriots and Belichick agreed to an exit strategy, but it's also been predetermined where he will coach next season as well. Of course, he didn't offer any specific information other than to say, that's what I've heard. Well, you know what, Dan Orlovsky? I once heard that the world was going to end with that whole Y2K fiasco. I was led to believe that the Mayan calendar was going to screw things up. I once heard the Bruins were going to win the Stanley Cup last year. I also heard rumors that the Beatles were getting back together, and that OJ was really really close to finding the real killers. I once heard a rumor that I could get an election day fish sandwich for just 10 bucks, and yet I neither had the 10 bucks nor did I guess the fish sandwich. The result of which caused me to wonder. What am I supposed to really believe in the world anymore? Is Bill Belichick on his way out? Possibly. Does he already have another job job lined up? As far as I was led to believe, he's only focused on the Giants game after the bye week. In other words, considering the dead silence and lack of information that has come out of Foxborough over the last 23 years, I'm not believing anything until it actually happens. I don't care how many times Dan Orlovsky thinks he overheard a conversation, I'm not buying it, at least not yet. But hey, NFMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You know, I'm looking at the Craftsman 2.5-gallon wet-dry vac. Only 20 bucks at Rockies with your Ace Rewards card. That's a hell of a deal. I'm looking at the flyer that I pick up at the store. You can also look at the website or the Rockies app. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Guns N' Roses with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be sunny today with a high of 49. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 59. It's a lovely 25 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, Marty Caproni will be in at some point uh, this morning, so we'll have a little bit of uh, fun with him. And then uh, some other things along the, uh, along the way, too.
1: Oh, we got things.
0: Oh, it's a lot of things today.
1: We got uh, lots of things. I had to uh I had to go to Northampton yesterday uh, afternoon uh-huh I uh, did you know had a couple of meetings up there and then uh, I decided I was gonna get some pizza to bring home for the kids sure know. and uh, Pinocchio's you there yeah. that place is pretty damn good and I gotta tell you um, the price was really good I had a large pizza with two toppings okay for like 1950 that's pretty good. that's pretty doggone good and they slice it like a regular American pizza with the with the with the slices not like squares I don't understand that that square thing is it just to make people feel like there's more pizza It's the same amount of pizza if you cut it in a slice or not I don't I hate that square thing I uh,
0: y- you know I'm uh, I'm not of the uh, the mindset where I'm gonna lose a lot of sleep. Depending on how it's cut, just as long as it's moderately symmetrical. Right. I prefer the triangular shape. Yeah. Because with, with the squares, I I don't know if you feel this. Once you get past the big crusty pieces, yeah, you have a sloppy square. Yeah. It's always sloppy. I know. I don't like that. I also don't like the piece that's kind of like, it's all it's crust. all crust. Yeah. Like an inch of sauce. Maybe a like a spot of cheese, but mostly just a, it's like a loaf of bread. I mean, I guess
1: I can see the party size pizza being cut like that because you can't cut a, a rectangle in the shape of a pie. True. Well, I guess you could just do two sides of it. Yeah, but, right. uh, but you'd still have you wouldn't have crust on every piece. Yeah, I, I have a. This is this is these are the things that bother
0: me. No, I get it.
1: You know, uh, God bless Pinocchio's for for being smart about it. Yeah, and 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 having you know, and Peppa's too over here in East Long. You know, all these all these places that actually serve pizza the way God intended them to serve pizza.
0: You know, Steve, I uh, I went through uh, catechism. I yeah. went through uh, you know, I went through the process of adult yeah, uh, it, you know, uh, <laughs> being confirmed within the church. I don't recall any part of the Bible saying what way pizza should be sliced.
1: I believe it was uh, Lectivus 13.5 uh, that said, Thou shall not eat pizza made out of squares.
0: Now, you're, uh, in Detroit you're, style... You're
1: humans. You're not Neanderthals.
0: Yeah, and no, I get that. Now, in Detroit style pizza, yeah. you know it's usually made in a rectangular uh, pan Yeah, and it is cut... In rectangular slices, but that's a but different- but they're all equal, symmetrical, right? Slices,
1: but that is a different style of pizza. That, yes, it, that's a what Chicago
0: style is? No, that... Chicago style is like the stuffed crust. It's like oh, the wait stuffed pizza. Detroit has their own. Detroit has their own too. It's quite good, but it's like everything is like a rectangle. You get the little, you get the crust at the end, and then it's a it's a longer triangle uh, rectangle. Um. Okay, Detroit style pizza. Yeah, no, it's a real
1: thing. That must be Elio's then. Uh, okay, that's what it looks like. All right, doesn't it look like an Elio's slice? Uh,
0: yeah, sure. Is Elio's from Detroit? I don't even know.
1: But uh, this—that's another. This is this is just another one of these things. First, it's it's if I'm can find a political political candidate mm-hmm. to not only love. The eradication of daylight saving time. Yeah. But also the eradication of square pizzas.
0: Uh, you know, square I, pieces I, in, of pizza. In, in fairness, I have had delicious squared pizza before. It can be delicious.
1: It's not about it not being delicious. It's about the handling of the pizza. Now, I get it. You got the party-sized pizza. That's not going to be able to cut up in a, in a, in a circle. So right. you, you cut that up in squares. But anything... You know, if it's the 18-inch large pizza
0: mm-hmm.
1: pie slices, man, and if you want more, you just cut the slices
0: in half. You know, um, I don't know if you've ever spent any time on the internet. Uh, it's on computers and phones now. What is this thing you're talking uh, about? It's a thing that's uh, yeah. that's out there, and I'm I'm going to assume that you've probably seen like the uh, the Dave Portnoy uh, you know pizza reviews. Yeah. Well, you know, he always talks about uh, like the crispiness of the crust. Okay, the undercarriage, how it should not be floppy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anytime I've had pizza cut in squares, there's no way of getting around the fact that the inside pieces are going to be very, very floppy. That's what I'm talking about. And you know, to me, the experience, I kind of agree with you, uh, is simply not there. Now, I will tell you, many years ago when Rinaldi's was open up in, uh, in Longmeadow, they did something I didn't see a lot of pizza shops doing, and you know what? I thought it was a really good idea. Towards the end of the of the baking process of the pizza pie, yeah. they would lift a little bit of the crust over the edge of the pan so that the heat from the oven would get underneath the pie, Ooh. so that the crust underneath was as crispy as any other part of the pie. Oh, that sounds good. It was a very very good idea. Now sadly there you know uh, you Robert retired and then Rinaldi's is no more. But to me that was like an ingenious way of assuring that every slice was going to be as crispy as the next. So I'm
1: being told uh, by uh, one of our uh, regular listeners, square cut pizza is for those who do not like to eat the crust part of the pizza. The crust pieces are of the pizza are for the people who enjoy the crust. The inner square pieces are for the pizza who do not like crust. Like uh, my kid, he doesn't like crust. He only eats the middle of the pizza, hence square-cut pizza. Yes, but there was children for years who didn't like the crust on the yeah. pizza. You know what you do? You, you take the crust off,
0: and then you just give it to the person whoever wants the crust. Or, Or you eat around the crust. And not eat the crust.
1: Yeah, you don't have to eat everything. The
0: best part of the pizza is the stuff before the crust. And you can't tell me that uh, the whole pizza is going
1: to be eaten when you do it in a square way. It's st- You're still going to have waste at some point. Yeah. But uh, the 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 idea, you have to have something to hold the pie and fold it. I, that's what I. That's, yeah. a, that's a
0: walking type of food. Let me ask you this, because I've never done this. I've never had. I've never felt I had to do this. Can you tell a pizza place? Listen, I want a large uh, pepperoni, mm-hmm. but I want it sliced in triangles, like a can, s- like a pie, like a pie. Yeah. Can I th- you ask for that? I think you can ask for that, even if they're not equipped with uh, pie slicing materials. But
1: they have the same. They cut the. Pizza with the same cutter that they cut it with the in the slices, you know, the the squares. So it's the same
0: rolling blade. Yeah, see, thing. this is but this is what what happens. See, the, yeah. the pizza comes out of the oven, right? And then you got a guy with that big uh, that big knife, you know, with like uh, two handles on either side, yeah. and that's how he cuts it. Completely forgets you want it in triangles. Well, I mean, that's kind of like. Uh Muscle memory has dictated that this is going to be in squares. You know,
1: I I used to try to do that. I used to try to ask to get the pizza cut in, in a pie form, but then it just became too much of a pain in the butt because exactly what you said just happened. Yeah. They didn't do it, and they forgot about it. It was not and a spite. It's just, you know, it, no, it slips your mind right. that this is the Musk. way that you
0: got a customer wants it. But I uh, I truly believe
1: a uh, the ultimate political candidate. This is all the things I'm going to talk to Richie Neal about next. All right, week. good. All right, yeah. Richie. Richie, look, listen. Yes. I believe me. I know you didn't you've done great around here, but you could do better. We need to push through <laughs> legislation pushing the square the square pizza under 18 inches yep. gone slices only like in a pie. You know what they do in upstate New York? What? They cut it in strips. That's another weird one.
0: Oh, yeah, like the tomato pies and stuff?
1: No, no, no. This is a this is a regular round pizza and they cut strips. They cut the whole thing in half and yeah. then they cut it in strips. So now you're eating strips of pizza.
0: Oh, I would I I would start throwing chairs and punches. I really would.
1: It, it is a very odd way to cut yeah. A pizza. That's
0: completely wrong.
1: But that's like the norm there. Central New York. That's uh what I was in crying aloud. I try to
0: put a square in a round hole. It doesn't work. You know, that kind of thing. The uh, only good thing to come out of that area of New York is I ninety heading either west or east. That's true. <laughs> that's it. And the Great New York State Fair.
1: Uh but also we need to we need to change this. I, I'm really I, 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 I'm hell bent I, on on making pizzas Round and in a pie form.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a legislative effort that I can stand behind.
1: They call it a pizza pie. They don't call it a pizza plaid. You know, when you're cutting yeah.
0: it in squares, right? Or pizza grid.
1: Yeah, I'd like a large pizza grid, please. No, you say pizza pie.
0: I would like my uh, pizza cut into oblong shapes, very much like a uh, jigsaw puzzle. Do you refer to it as a pie when you call? No, I just I just refer to it as pizza. Well. I don't. Uh, I don't get into specifics. I would think that uh, I'm talking to professionals on the phone, and that's how you know they do it their way. So
1: I was able to uh, pick up that uh, Pinocchio's pizza, and then walk back across the street to my to where my car was parked, uh, to where I got a ticket, um, because I didn't see the sign that said "law enforcement vehicle only," even though it had a meter with it that I fed. I fed the meter. Really? I fed the meter, and I didn't see the sign up above, which I, you know, this is just me not paying attention. I didn't see the sign up above that said law enforcement vehicles only, yet there was two meters there. But I bet you there's no cop that parks in that spot and gets out and starts pumping quarters into the machine.
0: Not unless the cop is trying to get some Pinocchio's pizza sliced the right way.
1: No, I think the cop just is like, oh, this is reserved for me. I can just park here. There's (laughs) no feeding of the meter. But I got to walk like an arrogant Northamptonite, right through that crosswalk. And all these cars had to stop, and I didn't even have to look. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it does feel a little empowering to be this arrogant. It feels very empowering.
0: It's 624 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
2: You have an offer?
0: It's
1: 627 <laughs> Yes, Bax and Nagle on yes, Rock is. 102. Uh, it is going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 49. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 59. It is uh, 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Do
0: you have anything else before you want to laugh? Yeah, real quick, just want to mention that uh, tomorrow night we're going to be doing some celebrity bartending at White Lion Brewing uh, from uh, 6 to 8, where we're helping to pour pour beers along with a couple of uh, Springfield Thunderbird hockey players to raise money for the Mayflower Marathon, which begins next week. A portion of the profits from all Thunderboom burgers and Thunderboom drafts and cans will be donated to the open pantry, plus... The Springfield Thunderbirds Foundation will match all those donations made by White Lion. It's a hell of a deal. It's tomorrow night, 6 to 8 at White Lion Brewing, downtown Springfield at Tower Square. From Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Looking forward to that for sure. And uh, are you ready to laugh now? I am. All right. It's Bex and Nagel's Joke of the Day.
0: I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually On
1: Rock 102. I
0: make you laugh?
1: Springfield's oh, Classic Rock. Husband and wife have been married uh, 35 years, very yes. long time, right? And on the anniversary, the husband uh, gives something to his wife and says, I want you to have this. Uh, and he hands her a gold brace, bracelet with an engraved medallion. This belonged to my mother. And she goes, oh, honey, thank you. And she's smiling. She puts on the bracelets, beautiful bracelet and beautiful gesture. She says. And as she moves her arm around, admiring it from various angles, her smile turns into a frown. Full on and then a full-on glare. Then she rounded on her husband and yelled, You a-hole! It says do not resuscitate! Say it belonged to his mother.
2: <laughs> she had rock. just
1: passed away, and yeah. uh, he figured, well, if it worked for her, ah, it could work for her. Her
2: mom loved
3: it! <laughs> Backs and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: Here's your Western Mass News. 632 back and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rum Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bank. Certainly not a slow news day today. Uh, multiple people were injured in a shooting on Morgan Street in Springfield Tuesday evening. According to uh, Ryan Walsh, at approximately 6.20 p.m., officers were called to the 0-100 through 100 block of Morgan Street for reports of a gunshot victim. Upon arrival... Officers discovered multiple gunshot victims, two with serious injuries and two with non-serious injuries. The 22 News crews in the area saw several police cars near the Morgan Manor Apartments, which is just across the street from Jamie Ulola Park. Well, I'm glad they were there to give us the information we need. The Springfield uh, Police's Homicide Unit, led by Captain Trent Duda, is currently investigating And 22 News. We'll continue to provide new information as it becomes available.
0: Now, uh, this is weird. So Morgan Street mm-hmm. uh, is on the other side of the park, like you said, but on the other side of the street is Osgood Street. And There was a story the other day about a problem on Osgood Street. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in the North End. It sounds like no good street. Yeah, that's that's I'm, I'm telling like- you, that's what I'm saying. Nice area like that, all of a sudden having these kinds of problems? One person is in the hospital after a
1: multi-vehicle crash in Southwick yesterday uh, evening. According to state police, officers were called to a crash on College Highway at Industrial Road between a car and a motorcycle. The rider of the motorcycle was taken to the hospital for serious injuries. No word on what caused that crash at this time. Another person is dead after, and one is injured after a car crashed into a tree on Grayson Drive in Springfield on Monday According to Ryan Walsh, 10.05 p.m., officers were sent to a single-car crash on the 900 block of Grayson Drive on Monday. The man who was driving the vehicle went off the road and drove into a tree. The passenger of the vehicle died due to her injuries, and the driver was taken to Bay State for his injuries. The uh, Police Department Traffic Bureau is investigating that accident. Uh messaging on a couple of mass dot digital highway signs has been disrupted as the devices aren't currently working properly i mentioned this a couple of weeks ago yeah where it said we're looking for snowplow drivers and then it said call 857 dash then scrambled letters and numbers
0: and the batman signal
1: yes i'm uh, yeah yeah three r's and the batman signal Uh, choppy texts appearing on highway signage may be a small nuisance to some, but do not have a huge impact on the typical driving routine. They never have. They never have been useful. They really have never given any information other than you know, make sure you're spraying mussels off your boat so you don't uh, cause zebra mussels in the next lake that you put your boat into.
0: You know, there are other areas of the country that uh, that have these kinds of signs, yeah. and, and they offer actually usable information for motorists. Like, you know, there's an accident, uh, you know, a half mile up the road, or, you know, it's uh, you know, it'll take you 10 minutes to get to the next exit. You know, those yeah. kinds of things that are actually, uh, you know, helpful to people. But when you says uh, when you say uh, use your blinker or you know go Red Sox, I gotta tell you it doesn't have a lot of uh, resonance with a guy like me. Yeah, you know, I I uh, I want to have some information that is useful.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna get anything useful out of the Massachusetts DOT.
0: Right, which makes me think. Well, then why do we have <clears throat> them if they are specifically not useful?
1: Uh, it's part of the way things are. If if I'm gonna go. Uh, if I'm going to get upset over that, said Katie Siren from Westfield, uh, says she mostly sticks to back roads with the occasional trip on the Mass Pike. She's used to seeing that Mass DOT signage. Katie Siren. Oh, ring the siren or sound the siren. You're right. Yeah. If you uh, frequent I 91, particularly in the South End area of Springfield, you may have noticed the current digital sign is in need of repair. The text advertising open Mass DOT plowing positions does not appear in full. 22 News contacted MassDOT to learn how the digital messaging is chosen, though did not hear back. There is some information online. Those interested must locate the particular highway district office and fill out a form. In past, MassDOT has also held billboard design contests encouraging the public to submit phrases as they relate to PSAs and safety campaigns. We should fill out one that says, Hey, does this sign even work? (laughs) While some previous messaging has been welcome as the lighthearted fun, use your blinker. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That's what we need—more
0: lighthearted fun, on, lighthearted fun
1: on the highways. Drivers describe the types of alerts they appreciate most. It'll tell you about the, uh, tell you about, it'll tell you things about weather warnings and if there's something coming up to be aware of increased traffic and things like that. That's all good stuff. It just kind of gives you a heads up that maybe you might want to take a different route. Mm. No word yet on when the I 91 sign might be fixed. The message on the sign 22 News Crew saw on Tuesday is meant to say Mass DOT hiring plows call unreadable number.
0: Um, Have you ever been stuck on highway traffic? Yeah, it's not, it's like barely moving. Yeah. You're going like maybe like two miles an hour. Yeah. And you're, uh, you got to like use a bathroom, or you're really anxious to get home because you've been on the road for what seems like uh, forever. Do you ever say to yourself, you know what I could use right now? Some lighthearted messaging on a sign yeah. by the side of the road.
1: Yeah, man, yeah, I know your uh, bladder's about to explode, but use your blinker, huh? Huh? You like that? <laughs> Tommy from Dorchester submitted that all the way up from UMass. He's in his like eighth year up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> You want to get on the mass bike? You want to go 90 miles an hour? Or you just want to get on I-90 and enjoy the scenery of the Berkshires? I'm
0: 47 and a half miles away from a wicked pisser. Who wants to go see James Taylor at a Tanglewood, bitches? Let's go! I'm going to puke on a bunch of schnarchs.
2: Yeah! Ah!
0: Let's
1: get some spuckies from the cubbies and go out there and get our bog gallons of booze and get wasted right on the mass pipe. <sighs> yeah, they're looking for snow plows. I'm looking to just get plowed. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Bah!
0: I got you covered with yaka, a bunch yaka, of yaka, Natty yaka, Daddies yaka, and some Jäger-mice stuff. <sighs> it's good to get that out of your system. Yeah, especially at uh, six thirty-nine in the morning. That's always good. Yeah, but look, look at me, Johnny, on the spot yeah, with yeah, that yeah. Uh, drop kick, Murphy's right, uh, right handy.
1: You know what? For years we've been doing that bit, and finally today is the day yeah, that you th- had it ready to go. You
0: know what? Yeah. I figured uh, this is going to come up. I got to get this ready, as opposed to look through the uh, the search engine, which takes forever.
1: And we need a producer. Come like the on! Hell, the hell yeah, we do. whatever. A uh, student at Western New England University found a guinea pig that was walking along the Wolverham Road Apartments. Wow. The lost guinea pig appears to be a girl. White and brown, black in color. I think that's kind of a cruel thing to call her. Don't you think She'd probably get feelings like everybody else? They're talking about the animal backs. and appears to be young, according to the uh, Western New England police. Uh, if you... Western New England University Police. Gotcha. the Western New England Police. The University Police. It's not like we have a whole cop force of just Western New England. Uh, If you know the owner of the guinea pig, or uh, if you are the owner, you're asked to contact the public safety uh, office over there at uh, WINU. According to the RSPCA, guinea pigs are not agile and they do not climb. They are explorers, so they have great spatial awareness, as well as a great sense of smell and hearing. Hmm. You still got guinea pigs in your house? Unfortunately, yes. I have one.
0: Um, how do you chase them down where they get rambunctious? And
1: The thing stays in the cage all the time. Really? Well, well, I mean, a kid takes it out and plays with it and all that other stuff. But they are the stinkiest animals
0: that I have ever invited into my home. Really? Yeah. Stinky. Stinky. As in like like guinea pig stinky or like a constantly- like- filthy... Uh- or, like, filthy poop uh, type of thing.
1: It's constantly going to the bathroom. Like, I don't, like, this thing, like, yeah, We've know, all been there from time the to little time. little pellets and then leaves. It's almost like, it's like, uh, it's like Jesus breaking the bread. Like, how much, like, you can eat some of those pellets. Yeah. But how did you have three times as many pellets come out of you? That's it's what I good, don't get.
0: It's a good question, Steve.
1: It's And it's gross. I, I really wouldn't recommend anybody... If your kid asks for one of these, just say no. They don't need one.
0: I don't know, Steve. Uh, how can you say no to an adorable child?
2: It's who's easy. Just, who's
0: just uh, pining for a chance to you, play with a guinea pig. You know why? You know why I can say no?
1: Why? Because I learned my lesson. <laughs> and it was a hard lesson learned going, yeah. wow, this thing really smells like having a goat inside of your house. It's not. It's not really... You know, most people's homes smell like apples and cinnamon and stuff like that. Right. Mine smells like uh, a barn, like a like a like an animal sanctuary.
0: Mine smells like a drooling dog on a couch. That's what mine smells like, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: Everybody's house has got a smell to it.
0: Oh, yeah. Doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah.
1: And I don't think you know what your house smells like. Because you get used to it. Because you get too used to it. But every once in a while, I'll come home and I'll open that door. And if the heat's been going all day, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. You You feel it. You can pick up the uh, the guinea pig smell. I don't know how many, I don't care how many wood shavings you clean up. The smell lingers. (sighs) I'm going to poop in a bunch of wood shavings. It wouldn't, promises, promises, well, it wouldn't be a bad way. Promises, promises. It wouldn't be a bad way. Yeah, so no, I know. You might it. as well. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 49. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 59. It is uh, 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
0: Rock, it's just about 651. And ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mostly sunny today with a high of uh, 48. Tomorrow,
1: high of 59. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: You know, a week from today would be the final day of the Mayflower Marathon. It begins next Monday, the 20th at, uh, at 6 a.m., continues to Wednesday, the 22nd at 10, just outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. We're raising food and uh, cash for the uh, Springfield Open Pantry. As we told you uh, yesterday, uh, 25% of the families in our area are suffering from some level of food insecurity. That's one in four families. In your neighborhood and around town and uh it's a now a crisis situation this is our 30th annual mayflower marathon and it's probably the one that we need to, the most amount of help with uh start up your collection at work at home around the neighborhood or uh, even in your own home and donate online if you can at rock102.com thanks again to all of our sponsors including capital moving and storage xfinity camping world of west hatfield affordable waste solutions arm trucking mgm springfield and many more. Get all the details at rock102.com. The Mayflower Marathon beginning Monday morning at 6 a.m. on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Uh, I'm trying... I got this video yesterday sent to me. Um, I'm trying to see where this is. I believe it's... I believe it's in uh, Northampton, maybe, where this video was taken. Mm -hmm. It's a video, and it's like... It's a it's a an oil truck like a like an oil delivery truck. I'm okay. not gonna go into detail about what business it is. Whatever you want to find the video online, you can find it. I'm not gonna you know specifically point out. It's more about the concept of what's going on in the video. There's an oil tanker truck, and he's at this like intersection, and there's cars coming from the right, and all the cars coming from the right are part of it, clearly part of a funeral procession. There's the Cars with the with the flags on the on the you know top of the car sure. saying oh, you're part of a funeral. And then the funeral companies only have so many of those to give out. So then the rest but the rest of the funeral procession it still has their headlights on and they got their flashers on and whatnot. Right. You can see all these cars coming through. Well this uh this guy in the in the diesel truck, in the in the oil truck, is like trying to inch his way through like try, he's basically trying to disrupt the, the the processional, sure. And to which another person gets out of their vehicle, seeing what's going on behind who's behind him, walks up. And this is what I would never recommend: opening the door of the truck. That, that that's like asking for trouble, right there, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's one thing about trying to educate somebody on, you know, your your roadside etiquette, right. But to be ballsy enough to just go open this guy's door of the truck, you don't know what's on the other side of that door. I
0: find that people are less likely to learn things when they don't want to be learning things at, in a, in a particular moment. Yeah. Like so if you're sitting in their truck and someone opens your door, yeah. that's not a good place to teach somebody anything.
1: No. And 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 then this guy, the truck driver get like basically gets out of the truck and is standing several feet higher than the person who is Who's very, shouldn't really be opening the door of a truck. No kidding. Because C- uh, this guy looks like he's ready to pounce on this person who who did this. And there's an argument that ensues. I'm guessing that driver was like, dude, you're breaking up this funeral procession and you're trying <laughs> to squeeze in. You're, you're not letting these people get out. He's clearly yelling at them. You can't understand anything that's, you can't hear anything that's but going on. But you can on. see it. You can see what's going on. Uh, again, I wouldn't recommend you opening the door of somebody else's vehicle. Right, but I can understand why this person felt the need to say something to this this man, who was clearly breaking up something solemn and and yeah, and, you know. it,
0: it's it's bad form to interrupt a funeral procession, even if you're in a rush.
1: Listen. It sucks when you have to get stuck behind that. But one day, it's going to be
0: you. Yeah. Hey, you think your day sucks? Yeah. Imagine the guy in the first car. Yeah,
2: yeah, (laughs) He's having a really bad day. He's having a
0: horrible
1: day. (laughs) You know what? I would open the door of that car and go,
2: hey,
0: what are you doing here? We're just lying around while the rest of us are just trying to get to our destinations.
1: Do you have any traffic etiquette whatsoever? You're holding up this whole line.
0: Oh. You're going to give me the silent treatment now? Oh, okay. I see how it is. You're just going to lie there with your hands crossed?
1: Ew. <laughs> you know, you know when they when they transported my dad? <laughs> yes. He, they had to fly it. They flew him from Florida uh back to back to here because he died in Florida and then they they transport your body on like a commercial airline.
0: Well, they they transport him uh, you know, right. <laughs> What? Weekend at Bernie style. Oh
1: yeah, very much weakened. Sitting in really, coach. Sitting in coach. Yeah. Oh, I, oh. Would you like another martini? You know, somebody bobbing his head back and forth. No, but the way they, they transported him they didn't tie his hands down. So as you know, rigor mortis, mortis sets starts, starts sets straight sets up. In, his hands were like you know, like he was trying to do the Superman thing like right out in front of him. They had to tie his hands down. Oh my god. Uh to to, to his body. Like, like, yeah. Through the, the the fabric of the suit, oh jeez. They had to like basically zip tie his hands down to his body. My God, hey, you know that's a, You that's gotta do how what you gotta got do. To but you know what he didn't do? Screw up traffic for an entire afternoon because <laughs> there was no procession. It was just like here we go. Because your dad died with a conscience. That's yeah. why he's like I'm not. I, there ain't no way in hell that I'm I'm gonna be blamed for traffic. I don't want anybody <laughs> opening the door of the hearse <laughs> while I'm in it.
0: It's 6:57. A rock 102.
1: Attention, football know-it-alls.
0: And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, the Jack Jones era with the New England Patriots is officially over. He's gone, and he's never coming back after he was picked up on waivers by the Raiders yesterday afternoon, just one day after he was dropped by the New England Patriots for any number of substantially important reasons. Sure, Jack Jones is a talented cornerback, but now he's somebody else's problem, and the Raiders are the perfect place for a guy just like him. Because if there was a team that was willing to overlook things like missed curfews or the transportation of firearms at a major international airport, it would be the Las Vegas Raiders. Yesterday, the Raiders, less than a week after firing former Patriot defensive coordinator Josh Daniels as their ineffective head coach, decided to dip their greasy little mitts into another Patriots cast-off. This time, they chose to pick up Jack Jones, and for the Raiders, it makes perfect sense. First of all, Jones will be going to Vegas to play for the Raiders interim head coach Antonio Pierce. Pierce served as the head coach when Jack Jones played in high school at Long Beach Polytechnic. My gosh, what a wonderful homecoming reunion between those two people. Of course, Jack might have to get used to not going to the nearest Dairy Queen location after every practice, and Coach Pierce is gonna have to get used to things like Jack Jones not checking into his hotel on time or uh, having to help him pack uh, before arriving at the airport. And don't get me started about that one time that Jack Jones is arrested for breaking into a Panda Express location back in 2018 the Raiders are going to have to find a way of curbing this guy's apparent obsession with food court-style Chinese cuisine. Granted, you would like to think that after being bounced from the Patriots, he might have learned a lesson or two over the last couple of seasons. I would argue that he has not. And the only team willing to grab him off wa- ra- waivers was the one being coached by a guy who's known him since he was 14 years old. I don't know if that sort of thing is the kind of thing that would revive a dude's career, or if it's the kind of situation that you regret when Jack Jones suddenly gets hungry for egg rolls. Believe me, I'm not sure this story is going to be quite over just yet. But hey, an MMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Fall cleanup. Maybe you need a decent rake or a pair of gloves. Maybe you need an ego battery-powered blower or a steel chainsaw. Go to Rocky's today. Get the right tools to make fall cleanup a breeze. Get everything you need at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 7:11 and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel and on Rock 102. It's, uh, whatchamacallit,
1: uh, sunny today with a high of 49. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 59. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. Oh,
0: what a shocker this is. Uh, comedian Marty Caproni is in the studio. He's it's good here. to see
1: you. Oh, hey, fellas. Hey, hey, hey. hey by the way, uh, do you know a place where you can get uh, $20 for a comedy show and uh, dinner anywhere? Uh I Any not this one?
3: week. I know a place for 25 where you can. Oh, 25. Yeah. <laughs> Even 25 it's a great deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I'll 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 talk about that yeah. later. I know you're about to do news, but no, uh,
1: no, well, I'm not doing news. I'm just uh we're we're just uh, we were just surprised by your uh, by your appearance here. Well, you that's what I do. I walk I've, in. I am uh, like a hologram. He's like the uh what is he? the the uh, the Jack Hanna or who is the one that used to show up all the time? Just show up out of the blue. Oh, it'd
0: be thing. like if, uh, say, for example, uh, Johnny Carson had Dean Martin
3: on the uh, on the couch, yeah. and all oh. of a sudden Sinatra shows up. <laughs> Let me go out to my car and get a fifth of vodka first and drink yeah. that. Yeah. Before yeah. I yeah, right. Saunter in,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like, "Oh, Frank, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "Well, I set this up with everybody. You can do all this for three weeks." That kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, yesterday, back sends me this article. Right. It's a a horse. (laughs) A horse escapes in plane mid-air cover over Cape and Islands, according to the FAA. A horse that escaped inside of a plane as it was flying over the Cape and Islands on Thursday forced the plane to divert back to New York, according to the FAA. Air Atlanta Icelandic Flight 4592 had taken off from JFK at about 2.34 p.m. on November 9th and was traveling with at least one horse in a stall (laughs) in the cargo hold on board. The Boeing 747-400 was headed for Liège International Airport in Belgium, but of Martha's Vineyard and west of Nantucket, FlightAware recorded. It sharply dropped from an altitude of 31,000 feet to 22,000 feet. Maintaining the 22,000-foot altitude, the plane circled around the vineyard and then over the vineyard in Nantucket Sound out oh, about 60 miles into the Atlantic before rounding back over Nantucket towards JFK and finally landing at 4 p.m., the Cape and Islands.org reported that the plane dumped about 6,000 gallons of fuel over the Cape and Islands in a 20 minute diversion <laughs> process, which was necessary to land the plane, uh, as there are certain weight requirements it must meet during takeoffs and landings. Uh, uh, the fuel dump had minimal environmental impact because it would have either evaporated or come out as an aerosol at the altitude it was released. That's just something they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. to
3: make you feel better. A swimming pool is like 3,000 gallons, so they dumped two. Above ground swimming pools full of jet fuel. Yeah, nah, no, nothing to see here. However, sure it's fine. <laughs> however, the
1: horse loose on board posed an issue larger than the concern of the fuel dumping. So it's not the horse dumping uh, apple claps uh, uh, right that You gotta. The uh, president said uh, horses are often carried in planes, and that one loose would be a lot of weight moving around in an aircraft, which would could unbalance the plane's center of gravity and create a very hazardous condition.
0: It also interrupts beverage service.
1: <laughs> they added that the plane's center of gravity is extremely important to the flight safety and consistently monitored. With airlines even going as far as to move passengers on various of uh, various sizes to maintain balance, and that the cargo doesn't often become loose during turbulence. Caben Islands.org reported that the pilot requested a veterinarian meet the crew after it safely landed in New York. Oh, my
3: God. For, so you're telling me that horses, that's a thing that happens that none of us are just aware of? That horses get flown <laughs> yeah. on? horses are just out there flying.
1: Well, I was just talking last hour about, I know, like, they ship bodies all the time. You, when you're on a regular <laughs> commercial flight, you have right. no idea what's being shipped below you.
3: Right. Well, and <laughs> listen, fair enough. If they're shipping a body... But what's a body going to do? Nothing. It just sits there in a casket. Right. It weighs, you know, at best 300 pounds or something like and, that. Right? And,
1: and I would always imagine like even pets that are trapped, which I don't think they put them in cargo holds anymore. I don't think they put dogs and cats in cargo holds. No, they holds still do. Yeah, they do. They do?
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. hundred yeah. percent they do.
1: Here,
0: here's my thing. I, I get two things. Really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So you get the horse and the plane, right? Right. Uh, first of all uh how will the disruption affect his frequent flyer miles that'd be the You're first correct. thing that comes up to it's mind it's fair question and the second thing and i find this to be the most preposterous thing how'd the horse wind up booking a direct flight anywhere <laughs> you can't get a direct flight to <laughs> any city in america yeah. this guy this horse is going all the way to iceland and gets a direct flight they that got, had to cost a <laughs> fortune
3: they got nothing to do you know what i mean they're just they're in their stable on priceline all night yeah share. yeah yeah well i, I i'm I, out of here
1: i told the story when i when i went to uh i had all these southwest points that i had to burn yeah, yeah. back in the spring
3: so you flew your horse down uh the carolinas well
1: no yes i did I, that's, <laughs> that's how we got those pictures on the beach
3: um
1: we flew we flew down to uh to to savannah to it was the Hilton yeah. Head area and as we're coming back, it's a small airport, a very small airport. Have you ever been there
3: or not? Not to Savannah, okay. no. Atlanta. So, yeah. so
1: it's, a, it's a busy but small airport. Okay. And uh, the place doesn't open until like 6 a.m., you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 So everybody, you know, the flight is at 7.10 and the gate counter person isn't there at 6 a.m.
3: It's like that show Wings, remember? Uh, yeah, the, yeah the, right. <laughs> just one guy behind there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
1: so uh, as uh, my friend and I are waiting and uh, my kids are there w- uh, with us, this guy comes up and is complaining that there's a Southwest employee there, but there she's not doing anything. Well, it's it's 10 of 6. <laughs> the thing doesn't open until 6. And she's explaining, listen, I don't start until 6 a.m., <laughs> You know, and it's clearly not her fault. It's right. just the way that Southwest right. has scheduled these these people. And uh, this guy behind me goes, "Oh, oh, I am never flying Southwest ever again. I'm an A-lister." Yeah, and, I, and I'm like, "Really? Is that is that your life flex? That you're the A-lister <laughs> on Southwest?" On Southwest, I'm like, "Ooh, roll out the red carpet. Here comes Greg in the Kia." He's rolling up. He's got his. He's got his. Uh, he's got his Southwest Rapid Rewards program. Yeah. But it was like you know the, the horse you know probably is complaining about the same yeah. thing. He's like, "What time is this place open? Yeah, Wait, can anybody get a beverage service around here?"
3: Uh, well, that's the other thing. Do they do they? Because horses need to drink and eat like all, all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. So they have someone down in the cargo more hay.
0: Yeah, more hay. hay.
1: Wait,
3: this is all the hay I get?
0: (laughs) Yeah. A $3,000 flight. (laughs) This costs so much money.
3: I can't believe. (laughs) By the way, if you want to see it, um, there is a video out there. I just saw it again the other day. It comes up every once in a while if you watch Instagram reels of a 747 taking off, and then it just stalls midair and plummets to the ground and blows up. And that was because cargo in the hold broke loose while it was taking off. Oh yeah. Now, I'm gonna assume a horse has to weigh what, a couple thousand pounds at least. Yeah. A thousand pounds or whatever. Sure. I mean, if that thing is running around, it could crash a plane.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. The unbalance right. of the uh the thing. You ever get on a plane and they tell you to move because there's there's disproportionate amount of people right on the plane.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that happened to me at JFK one time on a connector. You know, the last leg home to Hartford? We walk down the little terminal thing, like you expect the plane to be at the bottom, and there's not. There's just a guy in a bus. He's like, what? And I'm like, this doesn't seem legit. Yeah. And then he drives us out to the farthest corner of the airport. I swear to God. And then there's just a, they're throwing our luggage in a pile on the runway. And they're just basically like, okay. And they're moving the people around in the plane. And then me, because I'm a bigger guy, they're like, no, 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 no. You got to go towards the back. <laughs> you got to go towards the back of the plane. Right. <laughs> and then the stewardess who was uh, at, the, oh, you don't call them stewardesses anymore, but uh, the, the flight, attendant. flight attendant who was about, who had been working since they used to call them stewardesses. She was probably conservatively 75 years old. She has to pull a rope with knots in it that has the door to shut the door oh, to the plane oh. and then they start the propellers <laughs> up
2: <Yeah. laughs>
1: with, with
3: a lawnmower pull Is that? Yeah, yeah.
2: Is that now,
1: now,
3: now you really are on wings yeah, yeah. Le- <laughs> legitimate and, and i was like i can't believe they can do this <laughs> like they can they don't have to tell you that they can just do it um i i just can't believe that you take a horse and then not secure like how do you not secure it like how does it get free I don't know. I don't know what well, the
1: horse loading procedures are for a 747. This is, this is why
0: everybody on the flight needs to yeah. pay attention to the right. pre-flight instructions. Yeah, right. you know, right. just just getting that seat buckled yeah. together with hooves. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's possible, so sir. You can't
1: you can't walk freely in the cab. Well, the seatbelt sign is off. I'm I think I can get up and go wherever I want to go. You can't just gallop all over <laughs> yeah. this place. Yes, you can. Get off your high horse and get over here. There's not enough horse. Leg room in this flight, yeah. and, uh, and then and then somebody-
0: and then they're complaining that my saddlebags need to be in the overhead compartment. And then, and then a guy pulls out a whip, uh, that horse and and he goes,
1: "Oh, I see your whip, and you can see me, nay nay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Marty Caproni in the
0: studio at seven twenty-one with Bax and Dangle at Rockwood Two.
1: Springfield's
0: Claxton Nangle and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. Dan Brown can uh, give you the forecast.
1: Uh, I have some fun fact for you though. Do <laughs> you want a fun fact? Yeah, give yeah, us a fun fact. Uh, a buddy of mine, a, a buddy of mine, not that buddy, but a guy who's into doggies uh, said he was uh, he was questioning uh, how come he hadn't seen white dog poop in a while. And I go. What well, kind of hold, 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 hold on yeah. a second?
0: <laughs> Ball of life's many questions yeah. and queries. Why, why? Why? was he sitting around the house <laughs> saying, "You know what? I, I don't think I've seen a good white dog poop anywhere around here." I don't lately.
1: know. Uh, innocuous things cross my mind all the time, but he just comes out and says them. You know. <laughs> well, okay. So, so he's like, I wonder. You know, I just Googled what happened to white dog crap, and and here you go. Now you know. According to a vet-owned pet treat company called Drool, white co- yeah,
2: <laughs> okay.
1: white colored dog poo was prevalent in previous decades due to copious amounts of bone meal in dog food. However, with the evolution of dog food recipes, the white poops began to disappear sometime around the late 1980s or early
2: 1990s. Hmm.
3: The more you know, wow. you miss it. What? But listen, if you, you do, if you do miss a good white dog poop, yeah. you tell your buddy. Um, just feed your dog paper towels. If you have a dog that eats paper towels, yeah, you have not. You know, they come pre-wrapped at that yeah, point. Yeah,
0: I
1: don't necessarily think that's a good idea to get paper towels stuck in the digestive tract of a dog.
3: Every dog I have had in yeah. my life always, for whatever reason, is obsessed with chewing up paper towel. And then when they poop, you just get like a white paper towel poop. All right. All right. So that's my solution to you. But I know what he's talking about because I remember in the 80s, 90s, my my dog, Buffy, I had a Cocker Spaniel for 16 years. She was on a steady diet of kibbles and bits her whole life. That's what she ate. Do you remember kibbles and bits? I do. Yeah. And And, uh, it looked awesome. It looked really, it looked appetizing. And she used to have the white poops, but none of my other dogs have had the white poops. Fun fact, uh, Marty. Fun fact. Fun fact.
1: I was just going with the fact of why you don't see the white dog poop anymore. You're bringing it back. You want to bring it back yeah, it's in some retro. sort of like retro, retro fashion. Retro. Like, no, your nostalgia doesn't work here. Well, it doesn't. This isn't where you need to bring your your memories. Well, back. let me bring
0: an example yeah. in popular culture. Yeah. Uh, do you ever see the movie uh, Step Brothers? Yes. Yeah. You remember uh, when uh, they are confronted by uh <laughs> yeah, some young children just... in a in a playground yeah. well yeah. i think you see uh, then i don't need to say any more than just that that's well there you go
3: hey uh while you were telling us about your buddy yeah. um i googled uh i googled uh, horses how do they fly horses right there this is a big bit thousands and thousands of horses fly every year
1: that's that's surprising to me.
3: Uh, business class or coach? Uh, most of them are coach. Most of them are coach. Just the uh, Arabians fly business class. Yeah, you the would Arabian think with the miles, horses. they'd be able to get the free upgrade.
0: <laughs>
1: you would think that.
3: The Arabian yeah. horses fly uh, business class. They have more money. They're, they're oil money. Uh, but is look the, at this. Look at the, uh, there's, a, there's a picture huh. of uh, a seven forty. It's like this big business? Is that what it is? it is? Like, it's apparently huge business. And apparently some horses... Uh, spend fifty percent of their time flying all over the world.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. What they're just flying back and forth between destinations.
3: I I guess I mean I always thought that comedians. I thought that we were the ones that probably flew the most of anybody. Yeah. Who, show horses. I wonder if they all have tails like us too. Well, this one time I had a connector in Des Moines. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah, couldn't, you couldn't get the time, layover. To, uh, didn't have time to take a leak. I just plopped right there on the plane, yeah. you know.
0: They gave away my reservation at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Right, right. Couldn't believe it happened. Hey, you see a horse walking
1: through uh, the lot, like through the terminal with a With a, with a, with a roll-on? Yeah. Those... barrows in it one <laughs> hoof,
0: And a cell phone on the other going, I, I, this, this is uh, crazy here today. <laughs> <laughs> the horse is at the duty-free shop.
1: I can't believe you can buy a bottle of booze for so
3: little. And,
1: how, and what do you mean? You can't
3: duty in here? This is what I've been doing <laughs> the whole
1: time I was in there.
3: Wait, what group of Am I boarding in Group H? This is bullcrap. This (laughs) is—you know—they tried to tease
0: us by running. (laughs) Sea biscuit is the in-flight movie. Like that's
2: realistic.
3: <laughs> that's what they have downstairs—a whole set of uh, other movies. Mr. Ed again. This is the worst. He's running up the
1: credit card on the Sky Mall magazine. It's like all of a sudden he's got these rigged rose wreaths around his neck when he gets off the plane. Hey, where'd you get that? Oh, I ordered it on the Sky
0: Mall. Look, honey, oats and salt licks in the Sky Mall magazine.
3: Mm. I, we split a score. I got to find out how much it how much does it how much does it cost does it cost to fly a horse it
1: probably costs a lot of money yeah to do
0: that what do you think i'm gonna say uh, five grand
3: at least steve
1: yeah I, i'd go with backs about the five grand
3: between two and ten thousand nah, dollars for a yeah. one-way ticket a return flight can cost up to twenty grand. What why
1: why is it cost more to bring the horse back? I don't know. It's a great question. This trip is <laughs> as long as my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have news coming up next on Rock 102.
1: Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast.
0: Do big name
1: dealerships have your back? No. Does Mark Ford in Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lug Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke.
0: A cold... 7.34 7.34 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Romhunday. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at garyromhyundaicom family. This is local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Max. Police are
1: investigating a shooting that left four people injured on Morgan Street Tuesday night. According to the department, officers responded to the scene for reports of shots fired around 6.20 p.m. When officers arrived, they found several gunshot victims. Two of those victims were taken to the hospital with Sirius, and the other two are expected to be okay. Several Springfield agencies were seen collecting evidence at the scene. Other details remain limited, but police confirmed this was an isolated incident and there is no danger to the public. Spokesperson Ryan Walsh told Western Mass News that more information on the investigation will be released later today. Morgan Street is back open as of this morning. So in case you uh, were hindered by the traffic of (laughs) shootings...
3: On Uh, your commute to Morgan Street?
1: You can freely drive through there now.
3: (laughs) The Morgan Street, I'm guessing you said Springfield, not West Springfield, Mm -hmm. because if it was West Springfield... That's Morgan Road. Yeah, Morgan oh, Road. You, you yeah, could, that's a nice area, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, 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 you know, Morgan,
0: Morgan Street in Springfield uh, is a beautiful <laughs> area
3: in the <laughs> north end. <laughs> not as well, nice.
1: Didn't you point out it was right near Osgood Street where mm-hmm. that other stuff it's, happened th- the the weekend? It's the next block over. That was uh, where there was, uh, these uh, fine young folks were hanging out, uh, drinking booze and smoking weed. and mm-hmm. Then they were uh, trespassing. And then uh, when they were approached by the police, they decided to run. And then they uh, found a whole bunch of guns and stuff and drugs, drugs too. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. See, oh, this right. is what you do. You you don't tell the cop to go f himself. You just kind of take the citation of the trespassing and walk off the property. Right. You know I mean? Right. Yeah. You don't want to get involved in a fight.
3: Not you know. the most well thought out
1: criminals, is what you're saying. Right. A uh, member of the catalytic converter theft ring. Oh, oh you were part of that, weren't <laughs> you?
3: No, I was a victim of it, though. Yeah. I could
1: talk about it at length. Has pled guilty in a federal court in Boston uh, yesterday. According to the U.S. attorney, Josh Levy, 25-year-old Zachary Marshall was involved in a regional organized theft crew that stole catalytic converters from more than 490 vehicles along with <laughs> ATMs and jewelry stores. Marshall and six other men were arrested on April 12th and were charged with several offenses connected to the theft, transportation, and sale of stolen catalytic converters from hundreds of vehicles from 2022 to 2023. Authorities confirm a significant number of additional thefts have not been identified or reported to law enforcement. A said the, uh, he has pled guilty to conspiracy to transport property in interstate commerce and interstate transportation of stolen property. The judge also ordered his sentencing for February 7th of 2024. And then it goes on to list all the, uh, the charges that he's going. He's yeah, doing.
3: they got me. They got me about uh, three years ago. Yeah, yeah, three or four years ago. They uh, and they did it in. It's got to be under thirty seconds. It like with NASCAR efficiency. Yeah, if you've got a, if you got like a sawzall on you, it, it, yeah. it takes no time at all to, to to cut that out of the car. My dog barked. I clicked on the light, ran, and by the time I was out the door, they were in the car and they were gone
1: that quickly
3: that that gone quickly. like when i got out the door there was nobody out there so i was like oh i must have just be in my head it must be crazy and then the next day i started up my it was at my time i had my little prius uh-huh. i started up and it was like bah! so then i had the humiliating thing of driving my prius to the muffler shop to get the new muffler but it's it sounded like I was driving a hot rod, and then people would turn and look and be like, "Is that a guy in a Prius?" Like you put one of those
1: things on your mufflers, yeah, 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 exactly. Fast and the Furious, yeah, know, yeah.
0: The problem if it, we weren't so damn hung up on uh, you know emission control in a car, <laughs> we, need we were this. so afraid about yeah. a big burning hole in the ozone, we wouldn't even need these things.
3: You know what? You don't even hear about the ozone anymore. Maybe it's time we take all these catalytic converters off, anyways. Yeah, we don't. I mean. <laughs> They're so expensive to replace. <laughs> they, they really are. Yeah, though. and the the, like,
0: me- the metals and you know inside are you're know, too valuable. Uh, what do we need them for? Just be, just because some people are afraid of the air that we way, breathe. Way, way, way. <laughs> you'll, quit you'll, your bitching. You're,
1: you'll hear about the ozone. It's an election year next year. <laughs> you're they <you're> all about. <laughs> They'll the be like, it's, said, it's back. Uh, messaging on a couple of mass DOT digital highway signs has been disrupted as the devices aren't currently working properly. Did you see these on 91? No,
3: these people put up, tell me they hacked them again. No, they didn't hack them. Uh. It's just
1: choppy text that has, basically gives no information uh. on uh, highway signage. might be a small nuisance to some, uh, but do not have a huge impact on the typical driving routine. No, but they have a typical impact on the taxpayers who paid for those signs that, don't work. <laughs> that don't haven't work. worked in over a yeah. month. Uh, <laughs> it's free- If you frequent I-91, particularly in the South End area of Springfield, you may have noticed the current digital sign is in need of repair. The text advertising open MassDOT plowing positions does not appear in full. Uh, 22 News contacted MassDOT to learn how the digital messaging is chosen, though did not hear back. There is some information online, though. About how the signs work. Those interested must locate their particular highway (laughs) district office and fill out a form. In the past, MassDOT has also held billboard design contests, encouraging the public to submit phrases as they relate to PSAs and safety campaigns. Remember the, don't forget to use your blinker.
3: All I know is... If it says mass open plowing positions, yeah. and that thing isn't functioning right and it just misses one M. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it's, the truth. Yeah. You got a big problem you on really, here. <laughs> a lot of people pulling off the side <laughs> of the road that yeah. day. You're not going to get the uh, skill set you're looking for for uh, that <laughs> job. <laughs> totally different skill set. Wait a minute. This is about <laughs> snow removal?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it says no word yet on when the I 91 sign might be fixed. The Message on the sign the 22 news crew saw <laughs> is meant to say mass DOT hiring plows call unreadable phone number.
2: Perfect.
1: Is it supposed to say call Perfect. unreadable phone number? Perfect. <laughs> they didn't even it's get so the right great. number down when they were trying to tell you what the message said. <laughs> w- wouldn't you think you would get the message right? Your government working for you? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, East Longmeadow residents have spent the past several years discussing and planning for the future of their aging high school. With voters weighing in last week, the town council is meeting, uh, uh, or town council met, I guess, yesterday for their final step of the building's approval process. Last Tuesday, East Longmeadow residents took to the polls to decide the fate of the school. In the end, voters overwhelmingly agreed to pay for a new high school and pool building. Superintendent Gordon Smith uh, said last week's vote was a big step towards the uh, the start of this project. We're just really so excited and happy for the community of East Longmeadow. We really think this is an investment into the future of the residents of Longmeadow, unless you look at the community forums of the naysayers.
3: Oh, really? Why are they all they're up in arms? We're going to
1: put our property taxes
0: up. To- uh. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the problem is that East Longmeadow has raised their property taxes nearly every single year over the last uh, 15, 20 years. Oh, okay. And everyone knew that when this day would arrive, and it would yes. that a new high school was going to cost every taxpayer in town an arm and a leg, uh, another arm and a leg,
3: which they've been all
2: been <laughs> paying so for they, for years.
3: Right. So they're they're Well, I mean, it's weird because, uh, you know, growing up, uh, my uh, my childhood best friend and I lived together after college and everything he's an architect, wildly successful architect down in Connecticut. And his specialty was building high schools, designing high schools, elementary schools, and stuff like that. Sure, And I, you know, from what I remember back in those days, um, they used to have a thing called like the SBA or something like that. It was like a school building authority in the, in the Commonwealth. And the state used to reimburse the cities or the towns up to like 91, 92% of the cost of a school. I don't know if that's still a thing. Is that still a thing?
0: They, there were, years ago, there was money uh, yeah. set aside for the reconstruction of, of right. high schools. Like Putnam High School, perfectly good example sure. of one that took advantage of that opportunity. Right. For whatever reason, East Meadow either didn't apply for it or they got rejected for it over the, the course of years. Because oh, okay. they've been talking about the condition of this yeah. high school for 15 years, right. longer than that, in fact. And, you know, when you have Longmeadow building the Taj Mahal of high schools down the road and, you know, Wilbraham has got a bright, shiny new Minichog minichog with the with the lights working properly. Uh, (laughs) You know, I mean, at some point you have to be able with the
3: facility they have now. They just simply don't. So but now these people who already feel like their taxes have been raised so much are about to get a. if there's no state money, they're probably going to get a big bill, I'm guessing. Right. Oh, yeah it's okay. gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna hurt till it hurts
1: how many more coins out of this purse must i give
2: you i'm <laughs> on a fixed income
3: <laughs> well i remember uh years back chickabee uh our our mayor at the time mayor Koss, who who was a pretty straight shooting guy you know he was a good dude he um he was like listen i'm building two new high schools he like we had a chickabee municipal nursing home or whatever but there was like 10 people in it or whatever. So he closed it down and everyone was in a, up in arms and he closed it down. But he closed it down so he could use that land to build uh, a high school. And then they started the process of the other high school. Everyone was the same way. They were up in our ar- same thing. But you look at it now, what a great investment it was because it was pennies on the dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean, but I don't know this, the. I don't know enough to. Well, I mean, it, listen, A lot of people are going to be kind of short sighted on these on these sorts of yeah. things because they do cost money.
0: But ultimately, what winds up happening is, it's a quality of life issue. Sure, you know, people's property values increase if you have a good operable s- school system. Sure, right. It's not like East, East Lomita's got a bad school system, but the facilities, you know, at the high school level, are trash, and everybody who goes there are is aware, of uh, this. aware of it. Yeah, yeah. They're aware of it. Yeah. So, you know, building a new high school
3: uh I think ultimately serves the entire community. Yeah, well, I mean, it, when it may cost you more, but then when you go to sell your house, that's you know, right. I mean, you're more you're more likely to get more money if there's a new family that's moving into t- town everything else, right?
0: Yeah, and that's what every homeowner wants to do is to screw the next owner of their home. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that how they do it? That's it's the American
0: way. That is how real estate operates.
1: I got mine, so F you. That's that? right. There you go. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Sunny with a high of 49. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 59. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock
0: 102. Uh,
2: yeah. What I was told.
0: It's 749 but Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Real quick, uh, you and I are going to be at uh, the Thunderbird game this Friday. Uh, we in the box office area the mass mutual center from six to seven collecting donations for next week's mayflower marathon the thunderbirds are collecting donations and have been at every home game until the mayflower marathon this friday from six to seven we are going to be there we'll not only be collecting food we will also officially be selling these wicked cool uh thunderbird mayflower marathon jerseys that we've been talking about Oh, i want to buy one of those i'm wearing mine right now pretty smart
3: first thing i said when i walked in you look great with it yeah 20 bucks but i'm buying one
0: you can't get a hockey jersey normally for less than 200 bucks no this is giving you for 20 and it all goes to the mayflower marathon well,
1: how are you going to spare the 20 bucks if you got to use that to get into the show at the comedy club <laughs> <for> the dinner? <laughs> actually it's 25 this yeah. week we in a five dollar hey, deficit
3: hey this week it's 25 uh, and i'm telling everyone to get in now uh, although the meal's great this week chef larry and chef jeff are killing it this week we're, yeah. we're uh yeah yeah we're doing a. Uh, Oven roasted chicken, some mm-hmm. rice pilaf and mm-hmm. buttered corn. Oh, look at that. And then uh, I haven't announced it yet, but I'll say it uh, here tomorrow. But I will tell you the comedian that we have coming in is um, she's recording her her Netflix hour in two weeks. And she's chosen us as one of the venues to come and run her hour in advance of her Netflix taping. That's awesome. Oh, that's yeah Very it's a cool. it's a great honor for a club so i'm I'm hoping people worth uh, were
1: the extra five bucks
3: yeah I just tell people to find me on instagram and then just uh shoot me a thing I'm telling people to try to uh venmo in advance so that they're uh on the list we've got quite a few presales you got a uh, another show this weekend too right uh yeah we got harry conda blue uh this weekend he's uh do you he needed the money <laughs> 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 he's, uh, he uh, that's hilarious. He's coming, he's coming in. He's coming in doing, uh, I think it's four shows, uh, as of right now, but, um, very, very, uh, f- funny comedian. He actually made a documentary too, The the Trouble with Apu. It was, uh, about, uh, the caricaturization of, uh, Indian folks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah on yeah, The yeah. Simpsons, yeah. yeah. Yeah, on The Simpsons, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's really funny. Cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, can I just go back and make a correction because our promotions director just reminded me that we're not selling those shirts at this Friday's game. We're selling those at the Mayflower Marathon game on the 22nd.
3: Oh, now I got to wait till the <coughs> 22nd again? Yeah, now you got to wait. All, All right. right, okay. Well,
0: uh this is why I uh, probably should have uh, read the memos.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I just assumed we were going to be selling them too at, yeah, at well, these I mean, games and uh, right, was,
0: Well, everything I said about the jersey. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah, you can It's going to be Wednesday night after the, Mayf- after the Mayflower Marathon. The 22nd. The 22nd. Yeah. So okay. there you go. There you go.
1: Uh, let's change gears without using a clutch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like there's- Michael Winslow over yeah. here. I'll uh, this guy. Uh, <laughs>
3: Police Academy 9. There's
1: a uh, <laughs> small town in northern Tennessee called Tazewell heard the cops are real yeah. real jumpy out there. <laughs> and they had a Christmas parade last Saturday. It featured Santa's train, which was apparently a motorized lawnmower pulling carts of children. I right? mean. But witnesses noticed that Santa's train was driving a little erratic, and they called <laughs> no. police. The driver, a 40-year-old named Henry Mead, was unsteady on his feet, but he failed a field sobriety test. Police found a syringe, meth, and several other drugs on Henry. He was taken into custody and charged with DUI, possession of methamphetamine, and other drug charges, and no children were hurt. Although, it was probably a buzzkill to have the uh, parade ruined by a meth head. <laughs> the uh, mayor says it's not the town's fault. They didn't hire Henry, and the vendors were all independent contractors. This guy just showed up on his own decided to be the train driver for all the kids <laughs> in the car.
3: I'll do it, man! Let's go! That's- yeah, let's go to the North Pole. P- police, be- police became suspicious when the train ride went from being a seven minute ride to thirty three yeah, seconds. Yeah, when yeah.
0: your train conductor is Jesse Pinkman, All right, kid, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: you know, I thought you were going with the thing where they gave him a OUI because he was drinking, and I was just like, "Come on, man! You know what I mean? He's driving a bunch of kids. He's in a tractor. How bad?" And that... it's in
1: Tennessee, right?
3: Right? Right? right, right, like right. But the the meth, I think you can't. You can't have Santa. Yeah, dr-
1: yeah. Drive, uh driving uh, high on meth. Yeah through a Christmas parade yeah, with a train yeah. full Dressed of as children.
3: Santa. <laughs> Why is Santa only 80 pounds? <laughs> Listen, it was a good idea, Jerry
0: Garcia would have wrote the song that way. <coughs> That's true. Driving yeah, that yeah, train yeah. high yeah. on methamphetamine yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't mean the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. There's not
1: even the uh, the kid from the Polar Express going, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. what is this guy? Are you on meth? You're not supposed <laughs> to get meth. We're not supposed <laughs> to get meth till we get to the North <laughs> Pole. How'd you get meth before we all did? <laughs> I'm gonna work for the 22
2: News crew someday.
0: Hello, boys and girls. Trolley's bringing in crystal the Meth for everybody in the land of make believe.
1: Meow,
3: meow, meow. Pass out. Meow, 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 meow. Massive fennibies. Meow,
1: meow, meow. Rehab next.
2: Oh, that's one of ah, my favorites. Good times. Gee, good Lady time. Abilene, do you mind
0: if I borrow like $15? I'll pay
3: you back tomorrow. Fies. <laughs> Fies. I declare today National Meth Awareness Day in the land of make-believe.
0: Syringes for everyone. <laughs> Handyman Negri hasn't been seen in 15 days.
3: Meow <laughs> yeah, meow meow scratch my skin off. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I I think we're just about done.
0: Here. Yeah, I think we've uh, <laughs> think we pushed it as far as we can. Yeah. It's 7.55 on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.08 and ACDC on Rock 102.
1: It's uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 49. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 59. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, Marty Caproni is in the studio. I know we're going to do Am I the A-Hole in just a second. Let me just uh, clarify something uh, that I may potentially be the A-Hole in the room today. (laughs) Uh, We'll be selling the Mayflower Marathon 30th anniversary hockey jerseys at the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds game on Wednesday, November 22nd. That is the designated Mayflower Marathon night. Uh, They'll be taking on the uh, the Bridge uh, the Bridgeport Islanders. Uh, you can bring food to help benefit the Open Pantry. In fact, they are collecting food during all of their home games throughout the month of uh, of November, and we'll be selling those shirts on that night. No other night but that night it's only 20 bucks and it yeah. all goes to the open pantry
1: yeah that's it that's the only night and uh, if you heard otherwise you're wrong you were wrong <laughs> yeah. and if it was us that you heard it from
0: understand that sometimes we don't have yeah. all the information you
1: shouldn't trust us with
0: information i don't know <laughs> why people would Come on, I, don't I don't know, know why, i don't know what gave that people the idea <laughs> that, they,
1: that, that we were a good source <laughs> not sure hey are you ready for a round of am i the a uh let's see. Where oh we'll start with a stalker one. You ready? Oh
3: good. Yeah. Fun.
1: Uh am I the a-hole yes. for putting I know I
3: am, but I'm just You buzzed in too I'm, early. I'm you start, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Wink. Am I the A-hole
1: for uh putting a tracker in my wife's car? Wife and I have been together for 25-plus years, and she's always done the bingo thing with her mom. I have no problems with that, and they've been doing it for years, maybe once or twice a month again, no problem. Her mom has always been a gambling addict, and it caused uh, the divorce of her first husband, and she wiped out her second husband's bank account within a couple of years. So I've always been a bit leery on the whole gambling thing. I've seen it destroy families. Her mom lives with us now. Fifteen years ago, I worked out of town. And she, a lot, and she always had control of our joint banking account. My checks were auto deposit, so I never really broke down our bills, as I should have. After I kept pressuring her to tell me where all of our money was going, she broke down and told me she gambled it all away at the casino, slot machines. Huge fight ensues. At that point, I got a separate checking account, so at least the bills would be paid on time. I make a bit more than she does, but I pay most of the bills, and I'm still able to save up money every month. This has never been sustainable, though, since any surprise bill, we have two teenagers, is it's always me that pays for them. She is broke every single month. When we were going over our tax returns, it turned out she owed $6,000 in taxes from all the casinos she's been to. Uh, So that's, that's kind of a surprise. We went over the whole gambling financial problems thing again. She shook my hand and promised she would stop. Fast forward a few months ago, I bought a tracker online, one that I could put on my tractor. I let my friends borrow it, want to keep track of it in case it gets stolen, you know. And the kid's car, since they're turning 16 soon, I wanted to keep track of them. I had a tracker for a few weeks and decided to try it out one day. I threw it on the console of my wife's car just to see how it works. She took off with her mom before I could tell her, and she texted me they were headed out shopping. Well, they went straight for the casino instead. I wasn't mad, but I was definitely concerned. I felt guilty for spying on my wife. So I took it out and never said anything. However, curiosity killed the cat, and I threw it back in the car a few weeks later. See, that's the creepy part. Yeah. Uh, uh, This time on purpose and hidden. It's been a couple of months since they've been at the casino at least twice a week. Not the bingo hall, the actual casino. I confronted her again today when she asked for money for kids' gymnastics. I asked her how her gambling issue was going. She denied that she's back to gambling. I gave her... uh, Many outs, and she wouldn't admit it, so then I told her about the tracker. Now she's furious that I tracked her and uh, and said she threw out the D word to me. Uh, I don't know what that uh, is. Dividends? Must be. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this post is all over the place. I'm super nervous. We've been together for 25-plus years, and I'm freaking out. Why would you track your wife? Why would you do that?
3: Well, well, I, I, well go ahead. I was going to say. You know, I was uh, to the point where I was going, okay, you know, I'm I'm on board here. It's like a real problem and he's trying to do. But if you read the letter, the in-between-the-lines, it's all BS where he's like, it just happened to be in her car because I just wanted to see how it worked, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's like, okay, buddy, I don't trust it. The... Now I don't trust a word you're saying about everything else. You well, know what I, mean? uh, I would say that you're dealing with a whole family of a-holes here because
0: on one hand, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's not cool to be tracking the people you love. On the other hand, if the people you love have got a problem and they have uh, proven time and time again that they can't be trusted to uh, not go to a casino because their addiction has consumed their lives, then help in this situation. So, yeah, I'm hearing someone who's got an addiction. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when addictions are taking over, it's very hard to trust what they say or what they're doing if you know it's always a possibility that they're going to be spending the family money on gambling.
1: I just, uh, I find it kind of creepy that somebody's sitting there checking exactly where your yeah, car weird. is and what you're doing and who you're with. Yeah, and even
3: then he's like, I got some for my my teenage kids or whatever. It's like, I, I don't know. Every parent I know just has the iPhone location on their kids on their phone. So well, that- I
1: uh, I, uh, I admittedly, I will give my kids the AirTags if they're going out somewhere. Yeah. Because they don't have the tracker thing on the phone. So I said, here, just take one of these. They know about it. It's right. not like I'm hiding yeah. it on them and saying, oh, I do gonna Do they have iPhones, though? No.
3: Oh, okay. That's no. why.
1: All right. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pff, I don't, can't afford I can that. Do you, do you think I'm making girls with money? That <laughs> you think I'm making money here? Come on, uh, but yeah, I, I do that. But but that's knowing. You're letting somebody knowing that you're right. saying, "Listen, hang on to this, so I know where you are." Right. Versus, you know,
3: that's I'm different than put... you not knowing you're being right. cracked. Right. Right. And it, 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 I don't know. I I think that guy's the a-hole. I th- I, I think I have to agree with Bax. Well, both everybody of them is. is the yeah, a-hole. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah Everyone, like, everyone's the, everyone's participating in that. Even the teenagers. Except for the except for the casino, they're just out there just trying to run a legitimate business. Oh, hey, uh, they're not going to complain about I, the fact. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they had a gambling problem and it was bingo related. And I was like, do you know how much bingo you have to play to lose your to lose your money? You know what I mean? You know, I've seen people
1: do that on online gaming, like spend so much money.
3: Oh, really? Uh, yeah.
1: We uh, we not without saying it. We knew somebody who spent an awful amount, a lot of awful amount of money on online gaming. Really? Yeah. Like
2: Like
3: what? Like online slot machines or something? No, like uh, Facebook games, stuff like that. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's weird. Like a ton of money. Huh. That's uh, that's taking up too much of your time there. Yeah. To spend. You know, if you're spending three hundred thousand dollars on mafia wars every year,
0: <laughs> if that's the case, the best thing you can hope yeah, for is that yeah. you someone ties your
3: uh, ties your feet to concrete blocks while you're on Facebook. It's funny. Once you said that, I was like, ah, oh, I just had flashbacks. I had like two or three people on my Facebook. That must have been addicted to that game, and they get like free points for suggesting people for it. So, like every day, be like, so and so suggesting you for mafia wars. I'm like, I would prefer not to be in a mafia war, uh, whether it be on Facebook or regular.
1: Well, I used to play it when it was first, but I never spent any money on it. I never bought anything with With it. it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's how they get you to try to keep playing. They're like, hey, if you buy this, you can refuel your whatever. No, (laughs) I'm all set. But that was like uh, 15 years ago.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any app
3: that asks me for money, I immediately uh, delete. Yeah, they should be happy that you're actually playing the app. Like, I have some of the apps on my game. I have a slot machine app on my game. It's fake money. Yeah. But then they try to get you to buy... Actual, real, money. real money. But you don't win anything, so it's like why are you gonna spend money to not win anything? You know what I mean? Because
1: I mean, it's a marketing thing and they know that it's like yeah. an addiction. Yeah, they know how the psychological yeah,
3: right. aspects of addiction work. Right, right, right.
1: All right, moving on to number two. You number ready? two. Uh-huh. Am I the a-hole? You're supposed to Yes. No no no. <laughs> Am I the A hole for dressing up too much at my kids' school? I, forty two female, was told by my husband, fifty one male, that I shouldn't dress up to go out to our child's elementary school. I love fashion, and I do tend to dress up. I don't like wearing jeans. I don't like the feel, and it's hot where we live. So I wear a lot of skirts. All All right. right, Usually <laughs> T-length or to the knee and trouser-type pants. I love finding interesting prints and cuts. I usually wear heels and only wear active wear to the gym. I've spent a lot of hours cultivating my wardrobe. I volunteer at the da- my daughter's school often, and I'm the PTO board and do pick up and drop off, so I'm there a lot and the teachers know me pretty well. I'm also one of the older moms in elementary and my husband is the oldest dad. We were at an awards ceremony. I was wearing a printed jumpsuit with an asymmetrical neckline. One of the teachers told me I look like I just walked out of the set of Sex in the City. It. Uh, I took it as a compliment since it's an iconic show. My husband said it was not a compliment and she is saying I'm always overdressed. He also said the other parents don't appreciate me trying to show off since they mostly wear jeans or active wear. My husband is retired and rarely dressed up, which is fine with me, especially since he had to wear a suit every day for 30 years. It's all personal preference, I think. I just prefer different. He used to love my style, but now it seems uh, over it since he retired. Should should I be dressing more like other parents?
3: Yeah, she's the a-hole. Yeah, I think so. And I never want to be some of that criticizes uh what a woman wears because that's your right to wear what you want but do you are you trying to go for the i'm the hot mom because that's what it sounds like right it sounds like she's trying to go for the
1: hot mom
3: and and there's nothing worse for your kid than being the kid of the hot mom whether you're a boy or a girl probably worse for you if you're a boy you ever have uh like a, a buddy of yours who had the hot mom uh yeah Exactly, which is what I'm thinking about in yeah. my head where I'm going. It wasn't easy, you know what I mean? It wasn't easy for him, it, for the, and it's two different dynamics for the for the boy. It's all his friends all the time, be like, "Hey, your mom, your mom," and then he's got to learn how to fight at a young age and yeah. that. And for the girl, it's always the mom that's like almost competing with her daughter in that weird energy. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I I knew a girl I got in
0: uh, in college. She was absolutely drop dead beautiful. Yeah, just and, and and a really nice woman. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Then one weekend, there's a party, and and her mom comes to the party with oh, her. There you go. And she's three times prettier than her daughter. Mm. Uh. I mean, just, now you know what whole, what uh, what horny college boys oh, are yeah. like. Yeah. All of a sudden, they stop looking at this wonderful girl. This wonderful girl who was our age, and just looking at mom like it was like that's a woman holy smokes how is this possible that so much beauty could be in one genetic strand and that's and and and, she she was not comfortable with the way all of us were looking at her mom and i can't blame her no but uh guilty
3: as charged i was drooling as much as anybody else well but here's the thing man now what are you doing to your kid because you went up and you went to a little party with your daughter but now you left and now for the next four years all her Guy friends and all the guys. You should think she's hot. You should yeah. see her yeah. mom. When's your mom bo- bo-
1: right, you right. Come, Is mom coming back for parents' weekend?
0: Right, right. She's
1: coming for homecoming because I am. <laughs> oh, a- yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. oh, oh, I guess we just figured out
0: who the a hole is. <laughs> well, I, I was just
1: emulating that I was one of those <laughs> college students. I'm just saying that I wasn't actually. No, no, I, no. Of course, of course. I've seen people. I remember years ago this had this wasn't like a kids thing, but it was a uh, college. Uh, it was an HCC awards ceremony. Yeah, you know, that's that's the real go getter right there. The HCC. Awards. Oh yeah. And oh uh, <laughs> right. And it was uh, it was all f- uh, from the from the college radio station. They were giving out awards at the end of the year for uh, keeping the place going. I guess is what they're right. trying to do. Okay. So we're all we're all there in like like suits, and this guy, one of the guys, who's uh, like the music director or something. He comes dressed in a suit, but he also works at a strip club, and he <laughs> brings his stripper girlfriend with him. Mm-hmm. And like you got all these parents out there; they're all conservatively dressed. And then uh, here, sh- here, here shows up the Victoria's Secret model it, with the uh, the one piece, uh, thing, yeah. you know, dress on. That's uh, the what do they call it? T cut? Is that what she said? T length?
3: Asymmetrical neckline. That's Asymmetrical <laughs> neckline, as yeah. the
1: other lady put it. Uh, and everybody was just kind of like staring at her. So all the focus was now off the kids of receiving course. the awards and right. only on the focus of the woman who was uh, kind of sticking
3: out like a sore thumb. And how many years ago was that? God, 25 years ago. I rest my case. You still remember that. Back yeah. still remembers the hot yeah. mom when he was in college. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, by the way, now is in assisted living probably. Oh, but, yeah.
0: No, it, she's she's in her <laughs> 80s. She's right. or 90 by now.
3: Right. Right. But it just goes to show you that's the memory that's the memory of that night. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like let it go. You know, you're you're hot, you want to dress hot uh outside you want to go to dinner with your husband or whatever she's going to do and you want to dress up go go, go do that. Yeah. Not to pick up your kid.
0: I want to know more about the uh, the older chick here. The, the, one that the, the mom. The
1: The mom?
3: mom.
0: Yeah. Uh, she was uh, quite lovely. I don't even know if she's uh, still with us, but uh, she was. Think, think
1: about that date going Damn. on. The, the, the Wingate van pulls up and <laughs>
0: knocks down, <laughs> knock down the little wheelchair lift for you to get
2: up.
1: And I go, I'm here
0: for What's you, up? my prince. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she hasn't had solid
3: food in two years, but man, she's a looker. Let's go uh, out for some bingo and some jello. Yeah. See what
1: happens. Yeah, old tongue is good tongue. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so, in God. fact, I am the A <laughs> on Rock 102.
0: Say 23 on Rock 102.
1: Hi, it's Hank from Tudor House Liquors.
0: Say 26 of and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's so, so good at it.
0: Uh, Rock 102 and FeelGoodShopLocal.com will hook you up for the holidays. 50 local businesses are on their site, and you can do all your holiday shopping from the very comfort of your own home. Go to Rock102.com and sign up to win a $250 gift certificate to Feel Good Shop Local. We'll choose a winner on December 4th. It's your chance to win with FeelGoodShopLocal.com and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Um... Yeah, that's all I got for you.
0: Uh, Marty Caproni is here. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. Comedy show tonight? <laughs> uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow
3: um, night. Yep, tomorrow night. This week uh, it is uh, $25 uh, because we have, uh, I'll just say it now, uh, we have Adrian Apinucci coming in. Uh, Adrian has been, uh, she just got off a world tour with Louis C.K. and with Ari Shafir. She's been on Letterman Comedy Central. She's had a set on netflix but she's actually recording her her one hour uh special for netflix in a couple of weeks and she's coming to run it uh at the club she is extreme one of my favorite comics to watch she's very dark you know what i mean like she takes real dark things and makes them really really funny um she is uh she's not for the weak hearted and uh (laughs) She's been on Rogan. She's been on, you know, she checks all those boxes and uh, she's coming in on Thursday. So, uh, telling people if they want tickets, uh, obviously, there's tickets available at the door, but if you want to get them in advance, uh, you know, which I've I've been suggesting to people, you can just uh, message me on Instagram. I'll flip you my uh, Venmo and uh, and you can get yourself in there. Sweet. Did yeah. you uh,
0: say yesterday that uh, you'll be uh, doing a little uh, thing-a-thing yes, over there? He yes, he will. Yes, December seventh.
3: Yes, I'm that's excited a, for that. That's wow.
1: Another, uh, I'm going to wrap up the night there at loft.
3: And yes, yeah, yeah and that's
1: only a twenty dollars show.
3: That one will be a twenty dollars <laughs> that's, show. That's yeah, the eighteen yeah. no, cent no. meal and the dollar fifty <laughs> comedy comedy show. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's how we do it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah,
3: that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's great. And then uh, you know, as far as uh, View Street itself, the tavern downstairs. Um, night before thanksgiving they'll be doing dueling pianos down there uh so that that should be good and uh uh yeah it's uh you know i'm excited about and this weekend harry kind of blue so I,
1: I gotta tell you i was there uh i went to loft on saturday i did a spot
3: yeah yeah um, you, uh with uh, sophie Bottle. how right how was it everyone said that the shows are great the
1: shows were great uh yeah. it was a uh, it was a good night and i got some time in you know yeah. practice practice time and everything like that I got to tell you, man, it's nice to have somebody who's brought a comedy club back to the area. Because once the lao went out, I mean, as far yeah. as as far as regular comedy throughout Western Mass goes, you really didn't have much. But yeah. uh, but with this, at least you got something at once a week, at least. Well,
3: and the thing that's that I love about it that and I loved the hooky law and and I loved comedy at the hooky law before I was even a comedian. I used to be excited to go see those names and everything. the The cool thing about uh, Loft is that it is a really intimate environment as you know because you've been there you're 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 at the worst seat in the place is 30 feet from the stage maybe so you're seeing some of these big names last week on thursday i didn't say it but we had um my buddy gerald kelly from america's got talent he was one of the i think he's like a finalist on america's got talent him and his son his little son uh, they just popped in. He was like, everywhere I go around Western Mass, these people keep saying you got to go to Loft. You got to go to Loft. He's like, so I just uh, <laughs> I just came in. I was like, well, jump up on stage. He went up on stage. He he, uh, he leveled the place. Really, really funny dude. And uh, he's actually going to come back in December, I think, and do a week, and we're talking about uh, like the 22nd, 23rd that weekend. Oh, it's very awesome. cool. Uh, yeah, But, but like we're getting to that status now that people want to run Netflix hours are like I hear Thursday nights of the, the the place I want to come up and run it and and even for the weekends people are like we want to do the weekend there so yeah that's that's a huge get I don't think people realize how enormous that is for you know small yeah
0: for a small club to get someone looking to run their hour they're doing it to perfect
2: right
3: like the biggest day of their professional career correct and and this is someone. You know we actually texted yesterday and I I, you know to me it's crazy because I've known Adrian for probably over a decade and I've watched her go I remember when she got like her first Letterman and this and that and literally she's on world tour with Louis CK like in Australia and all these like doing these sold-out theaters and stuff and you're seeing that and then you're like this is so cool that she's coming here to, to run that thing yeah. right before she records it you know it's yeah. it's so it's going to be a special night so i'm telling everyone to uh to make sure they come out to support it we got news coming up next to rock
0: 102 here 8:35 35 of Nagel and Nagle and rock 102 it's time for news it is brought to you by aqua pump an expert in all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house here's local radio icon steve Nagel. why did it take you so long to say that to build up the drama what drama?
1: There ain't no drama
0: here. <laughs> well, it's a newscast. I know there's some uh, some uh, you know kind of frightening little stories. I thought I'd uh, give it a little gravitas.
1: Uh, bang, bang, shoot em up, Springfield. Uh. <laughs> four people were
0: wounded in a shooting
1: that took place near an apartment complex in the North End on Tuesday night. Uh, the shooting occurred at about 6.20 p.m. on Morgan Street. Police responding to reports of the shooting found in the four victims. Two were taken to the hospital with serious injuries. The other two have wounds that are believed to be non-life-threatening. Officers blocked off most of the street from Morgan Manor Apartments to the the intersection of Dwight Street. Crime scene tape was also strung up around the entire front of the building from numbers 31 through 51. This is very detailed. This is a very detailed what we saw. (laughs) At least four ambulances were uh, also near the complex. Closer to the intersection of Dwight Street, detectives uh, clustered around the cab of an 18-wheeler, searching it and this area surrounding it using flashlights. I didn't hear anything, but I'm in the back. I went out to check the mail, and I saw a lot of blood inside the hallway, said Rafael Vega, who lives in the complex. He said he's lived in the apartment since January and hasn't run, in any, run in any problems until now. Oh. It's scary, especially where I live. It's the first time I've seen anything like this. The Springfield Homicide Unit under the direction of Captain Trent Duda is investigating the crime.
0: He was there all the do-da-day. Day. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it. and oh, I uh, get's every time uh, <laughs> I say it.
1: And uh, that's all we have for the information now. But it's a pretty exciting evening.
3: You know, if we can't stop crime in some of these streets, maybe we could do something else like where the the city could come in and just put tumbleweed yeah, like on the streets <laughs> so that you know you're in like a... Like I think they did that in parts of Detroit. Shootout. Yeah, so yeah. you know you're in a shootout place.
1: Oh, like a like a wild west. Yeah, that's what it seems like, like, like now. Saloon. It just
3: seems like wild west. You know, four people in a shootout.
1: Oh, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I'm gonna Dang, shoot you. It. I'm gonna shoot you right in the <laughs> south end. Dang and that it. means two things. Okay. <laughs> you
2: know <what>
1: I'm saying? <sighs> uh, we're talking about horses last hour. Two mischievous horses, uh, mini stallion brothers, are in need of a new home. Okay. Oh. Dwight and Stanley are both 20 years old and were recently surrendered to a horse sanctuary in Plymouth County, but they started getting too close to the mares on the property, and the Animal Rescue League of Boston stepped in. The horses have wonderful personalities. Just watch out for their mischievous side, said ARL. They're also fantastic in health and are very social horses. Many horses make wonderful pets and are typically live longer than full-size horse breeds, so these two have many years ahead of them. But they don't go on to say what those mischievous things that they were doing.
3: Yeah, what are they? What are they? What are they planning?
1: Are they throwing toilet paper
0: up in the trees?
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, that's a good one. That's a good. That's a good gag.
1: Yeah, we went out for Some, what, do they, what do they call that night for the uh, the Halloween? Devil's night. Devil's, Devil's night. Yeah, 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 we went out for Devil's <laughs> night, man. You yeah, got shaving cream all over that all over that uh, that donkey, over there. Remember you that
3: night
0: we put all that saran wrap on the
1: horse toilets? <laughs> yeah.
3: The good thing about the mini horse, though, is it can fly a lot cheaper than a regular horse.
1: Oh, oh yes, it can. Yeah, it's yeah, you know. a smaller little compartment. It can... <laughs> flies the, with the passages. Yeah, you can fit in rows one and three <laughs> yeah. versus uh, underneath the plane.
3: That horse getting loaded in the underneath, He's like, goddamn, mini horses. Look at them! Look at them riding up there in creature comfort.
1: So let's go back to that story though. For last hour, that the plane that had to land because the horse was running around on it. I'm trying. Is it a cargo plane or is it a regular plane with the cargo underneath it? Because I wouldn't think it would be that high for a horse to fit
3: underneath there. Oddly enough, it's said in the, when I googled yeah. it, that uh, horses prefer to fly in seven forty sevens. Oh,
1: they prefer to fly. Yes, yeah, so that's their preferred. Yeah. Form well, on those air international travel. flights, they were going right. to Iceland. Of course,
3: right. of course. And then, uh, what did somebody say? They they messaged you about the it should have a neck pillow around its. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're <laughs> picturing, <up>. picturing horses <laughs> with, with neck, neck pillows. pillows. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, if, if a horse has to be in the cargo section, yeah, do you retrieve your horse? At the baggage carousel. It just, comes
3: out. it just comes out. It's going around the carousel. Ah, oh, I missed it. God dang it. I missed it. Here it comes again. Here it comes again. Now, um, wait, are you sure that's your horse? They, they lo- Yeah, but here's the other thing. Does the horse have to go through TSA? You know what I mean? Uh, probably. Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta, what, it's got to take its horseshoes horse off? Like, yeah. No! The oh. horse is like, if they swipe my damn hoof one more yeah. time, it's unnecessary. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Everyone's
0: going to know what I look
1: like under all this fur. But if you're traveling with a mini horse, you don't have to take your shoes off. You can just go right through the metal you right. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm just curious to see how what that plane looks like. I, I just didn't think so, the cargo area under a plane.
3: I saw two. I saw one where the literally the whole cargo area was a bunch of stalls, and there was a pile of horses. There was like 20 horses in there. And then I saw another one where they're loading with forklifts these individual stable things that are designed to fit into the belly of the thing. All of these things still don't answer the question how the heck a horse got loose in a cargo area and started running all over the place.
1: Well, seatbelt light was off. He decided to, True. to
3: move, the move around the
2: cabin. Yeah, yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. 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 Feel free to fly about the country. That's do you-
3: how <laughs> does a horse fit in them little bathrooms? That's do you- what I'd like. Them yeah, now. I was going to say, do you think the horse is sitting there like, I can't believe I'm going to have to go to the bathroom on this plane? This is so embarrassing. <laughs> We're going to need a little bit more space for the mile-high <laughs> yeah, club, yeah, I can yeah. tell you that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're uh, they're flying. Uh, the, the horse has a drinking problem, and they're going to the Mayo
3: Clinic. You are cut off.
1: That's, that's mayonnaise. Oh, get, it? get it? Mayonnaise? Oh, huh? You th- you like where I'm going with yeah, that? Yeah, I do. What? I what? See- mayor I see- nays.
0: What? <laughs> mayor nays. Mayor nays. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. Because a female you, horse I, is a mayor. Oh, I get you. Unless but, you're an actual mayor, and you have nothing to do with horses.
1: I think uh, <laughs> I think out of the three of us. I'm picking backs over here. Yeah.
2: All right, I mean, I'll take the it. One that's got All right. the, I'm taking uh, thing, it.
1: Thing. Uh, this is surprising. Uh, should women be allowed to go topless in public?
0: Yes. Some
1: yep. cities are already allow it. Now, cheapflights.com has a list of them, which is kind of odd. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, well you're going to go to these cities uh, okay. and allow <laughs> topless women. Someone polled people to see uh, where we're at on the topic in 2023. Thirty. Oh, by the way, this is a
0: survey. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm oh. A oh, well. Survey yeah. said!
1: Uh, s- <laughs> 35% of Americans now think women should have the right to let it all hang out. 51% said no, and 14% are still undecided. The stats on who thinks it should be allowed are interesting, too. Men are much more in favor of it than women. Oh, really? Yeah. Believe that or not. We've come yeah, a I'm long way, shocked. haven't we? Almost half of men think it should be allowed, but only 37% of women under age 45 agree, and 15% of women older than that support it. The demographic that's most in favor of women going topless? Men.
3: Oh, well, Completely. Hmm. Dudes. All of them. Not shocked. No. but uh,
1: I don't really have a problem with
3: this. What's that, with the topless thing? Yeah. I Listen... You know, if a guy can walk down the street with his shirt off, I guess a woman should be able to do the same Listen, thing.
0: plenty of dudes out there with a firm set of man boobs. and No, no, no right. one complains when that happens. Right. But
1: how many people do you really see walking around with no shirts on? I, we don't live in, like, California where the weather is warm all the time. No. And no. even during the summers around here, it's not like you're walking down the streets of Springfield and people are walking. Lots of people are walking with eh. their shirts off.
3: In Springfield, I'd say, depending on the neighborhood you're driving through, depending there's on a the lot time of time. Yeah, of shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: but it's not like Mayor Dom Dom's going into work without a hey. shirt on. You. Hey, yo! What's hot in here? Yeah. Huh?
3: <laughs> Meet my new community developer uh, 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 director. Look at the rack on her. Yeah, huh? What are do you doing?
1: <laughs> look at this. Yeah. What's off of me? <laughs> yeah, but but what I'm saying is, you don't see that often. So, what? How much of an impact would it really have to allow people to do
0: what they want? I well, don't, I, I don't think it ha- would have that much. I mean, yeah. Listen. Not everybody likes taking the shirt. I don't take off my shirt in public. I want to. I want to. You know. I want to. I like. I like to provide a little bit of mystery.
1: I I told you I did that. uh, That gig at the nudist colony uh, (laughs) about five years ago. Yeah, and it's not. It's like they just want to be naked. Right. They're not like looking to do anything weird or anything right. with anybody. They just no, want to be go. naked. And it's people you probably wouldn't want to see naked anyway.
3: But to, to to Bax's point about the shirt off thing, years ago I did a weekend with Bert Kreischer, right? And that's Bert's thing. He takes his take shirt, shirt off, off, right? And we get to the end of the week. And we had a blast of a week. We get to the end of the weekend, and it's like we all take a picture with the staff and everything at the end of the and he's like, "You gotta take your shirt off. Come on, Marty. You gotta take your shirt off." I was like, "No, no, I don't, Bert. I don't." <laughs> and he was like, "No, you got to." And I was like, "No, nope, it's not going to happen, Bert." He's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Cause that once you do that, it's in, it's there for eternity." You know what I mean? Yeah. So you refuse, Bert Kreischer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? yeah. Why wouldn't you just jump
1: on the bandwagon and be like everybody else?
0: Be- because I think the they're... moment you say yes to Burt Kreischer, you open the door to all kinds of things you can no longer say no
3: to. I mean, to be fair, the last time we when we parted ways, it was long after that picture. It was about 5.30 in the morning. The two of us were halfway to a blackout over a roulette table. So, <laughs> I mean, I didn't say no to him for all the other hijinks, but uh, but that one in, in particular, I was like, no, I don't want to picture me – my gut hanging out you know what i mean on stage in a comedy club <laughs> what is wrong with you bert of course you know turns out i think he was onto something cuz it seems to have worked out for him he's selling yeah. out arenas now <laughs> but it's not See, just because the, on it. it's,
0: but it's not just the shirt thing i mean he's had, he's had more on his act than just the shirt yeah no no he's he's wicked funny
3: dude
1: your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 49. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 59. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock
0: 102. oh yeah. Are you ready to reduce your home's heating and hot water? Springfield's classic rock. It's 852 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Going to be
1: uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 49. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 59. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. you want to know what the weather is going to be like from Monday? Sure. Sunny and 43 so Okay, that's far. good. There is a couple of sprinkles uh, mixed in there Tuesday and Wednesday, yes. but you know what? That's not going to stop us.
0: No, no. I mean, the Mayflower Marathon is going to go uh, you know, one way or another, but when you hear rain in the forecast, uh-huh. I'd rather have the snow than the rain. The rain makes you just miserable. S- yes. You take snow over rain? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. At least if there's snow, you may not get all that wet if it's a cold day. But if it rains, there's no getting around the fact you're going to be soaked and freezing
3: for hours. I I mean, I remember last year going down in the morning to see you guys, and it was was legitimately freezing. And it was. It was like a rainy kind of overcast day. Mm -hmm. So... I, uh, well, maybe it'll be sunny the whole, the whole three days. Well, I mean,
1: the temperature is, uh, going to be in the 40s. So it's not about the co- It's not going to be that cold. Yeah. It's yeah. just, uh, I don't like, I don't like the rain either. But you know what? We're going to make the best of it. And it's going to be the best Mayflower marathon ever.
0: Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, with all the things that we're doing, because you know, tomorrow night we've got that celebrity bartending event at, mm-hmm. uh, at White Lion. We got the, uh, we got the Thunderbirds game on Friday. Yeah. Uh, plus the uh, the the Thunderbird Mayflower Marathon game on you know, next Wednesday night, uh, and all the things that we've done the leading up to it—the comedy right. show, the, kiddie, yeah. uh, the shirts that we'll sell on that Wednesday night, all that stuff. I mean, we're we're setting ourselves up to have a really successful run. That aside, uh, when we've talked about the numbers of food insecurity in this area and where it's where it's gone. I mean, it, it, it's it's more of just a local problem. We have the highest numbers in the state, and we are well above the national average. Yeah. I told you before, a couple years ago, before the pandemic, yeah. about 8% of uh, the people in this area were suffering from food insecurity. Now it's one in every four families in our area that's yeah. suffering from it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a crisis situation, and that's why this year... You know, we definitely need to get all on board with the Mayflower Marathon and make this the best one we've ever done.
1: Yeah, so we're looking. Uh, we're looking not only for donations, but there is also a need uh, for volunteers to unload all of this stuff at uh, at ten a.m. on uh, on the twenty second. Yeah, uh, that's at the Open Pantry. Which I, I'm sorry, do you have the? Uh, I do. If you? If you're
0: interested in helping, you can show up on uh, on next Wednesday at twenty four sixty Main Street in Springfield by ten a.m. Or you can call them at 413-737-5354 to get all the details. There have been years in the past where, you know, we'll fill three trucks and there's only two people at the open pantry to take it all out. Last year we had, I think it was like 25, 30 people that were helping and it went by very, very quickly. That's what they'd like to get this year too because, I mean, these people also have families and things to do, you know, the day before Thanksgiving. So any any help you can get uh, will be very, very much appreciated by the open pantry.
1: And uh, we got a whole uh, lineup of guests for you. We got uh, we got Fitzy from TowneyNews.com. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, awesome. Mike Scully from the uh, the Simpsons. We Tom can... Tom Cotter.
0: Uh, we got totally uh, guitar legend Joe Bonamassa. Wow.
3: That's we got a good uh, get to. Trevor Rabin from Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, uh, and oh, and Tom's wife is going to do a spot too.
3: Oh, Carrie Louise. Yeah, yeah Carrie Louise. She's she's, a, fa- yeah, she's, she's fantastic. Really, In fact, there've really been a couple
0: times when we had to tell Tom, hey, you know what? Uh, after all this you said, we yeah. done. Your wife mopped the floor with yeah. you today.
1: We prefer you over your own right? <laughs> <laughs> Just like NBC preferred <laughs> the dogs over
3: him. <laughs> he's so funny. Do you know he's got a business card? His business card says, America's Got Talent. First place finisher, non-human or first place finisher, human act. Yeah, because <laughs> he lost to the dogs.
1: You, you know what the, the funny thing is about him is he's been he's been really heavy now on those those like Instagram. Yeah, reels. he's doing great with it. And this is, it, 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 I'm I'm really glad it's working out for him because there's I've seen the comments on some of these videos going, "Hey, who is this guy? He's great!" Like that. Here is after doing it for so many years. Yeah it's starting to finally pay off for you in a way where people are like wow I've, I, I didn't realize how funny this guy was or I've never seen him before and it's because of the uh yeah. the Instagram thing he,
0: he, Tom, Tom is like just uh like a total pro
3: and we and we learned is. that from the very day we met him it's like just you know just a it, good solid dude hilarious too I mean uh I mean I had him at Cabo back the day but like I think it was like just coming out of the pandemic maybe we had a show in Hartford and, uh, there's this thing in Rhode Island called the Rhode Island Comedy Hall of Fame, right? Which is it's pretty laughable. It's basically a group of guys in Rhode Island that got together and they're like, "We're Hall of Famers," and they they have these induction ceremonies. So Tom was their biggest get because Tom was originally from Rhode Island. So they inducted Tom in the Rhode Island Hall of Fame or whatever. <laughs> um but i i figured if i'm tom i don't know the story on it so i just i figure if i'm tom i'm like oh i got inducted this is cool right i walk into the green room and i go hey congratulations on your induction to the rhode island comedy <laughs> hall of fame <laughs> he doesn't even look up from his food he just throws up two middle fingers at me <laughs> 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 so funny it's quite the accomplishment yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. it's so great to get the acknowledgement <laughs> yeah. um yeah so so he'll be there also uh um A couple others that that are that are in the in the hopper right now. There's a good possibility that uh, Marty Caproni may join us for uh, for a portion. Listen, I told you
3: that I'll be down (laughs) there. The the question everyone asks themselves: I will be down there as much as I absolutely can, whether it's drop off stuff or load up trucks, uh, get you coffee, whatever you need. I'll 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 Gladly throw it. You don't it. need
1: to get us anything. Yeah, we're no. we're already
3: quite god. You it. just need to
1: carry yeah. both of us through the entire. Bar. <laughs> It'll be, It'll be <laughs> fine. All right.
0: Especially when you get around when it gets into you, like around like. Uh, you know, like 6 o'clock on a Tuesday yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, <laughs> like 7 o'clock yeah. on a Tuesday. We're, we're just, you know, we're barely... We're all punched. I look and, forward
3: to uh, I, I look forward to not being the only delusionally tired person this time because usually, like, when I'm doing the fill-in, it's usually me. Like, the last time when I was sitting across from Bax and I had those shows way up in New Hampshire and I was driving back and forth and then I had the show at Loft and I had to get up in the morning. <laughs> and Bax is just looking at me. He's like, we're almost done, buddy. I'm like, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I just can't even see my... Eyes eyes are blurry it was funny listening to you guys after the comedy show the day the day after yeah and you were like i mean i only work five minutes but it's a long night yeah. there, were, there was I one was like, year, there was one year it was i think it was like a, like
0: a tuesday night it was like around seven o'clock yeah. and you know we're i mean we're just yeah. so slap happy at <laughs> that point sorry. that uh, that mike scully and his brother brian oh uh, i want to be
3: there for him came, for him came for
0: there and uh they were there they were both there live because you know, oh, brian yeah. brian used to write for the family guy and, and Mike you wrote know, for The, for the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Two and of the
3: best animated ever.
0: The two of them together was absolutely yeah. one of the funniest things. I wish we still had uh, tapes of that. It was like one of the funniest. Because all they did was just like roast the three of us.
3: See, that's so great. About how
0: exhausted and smelly and gross we looked. <laughs> it was, just, and, you know, And what a scam it was. It's and it's like, oh, my God. It was so damn funny.
1: Good so, stuff, it, a very funny time. Yeah, th- so, th- so, those
0: guys are legends.
1: So listen, join us and help us make this the uh, one of the best marathons we've had. Uh, lots of events. You can find out all the information at rock102.com. 9 o'clock on Rock
0: 102. Rock 102 and feel good. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 9-12 and Billy Squire with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102.
1: Sunny and 49 today. Sunny and 59 tomorrow. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. You dudes like to rock, right? Uh, yeah.
0: like extraordinary prejudice, right? Okay get a little of this. It's going to rip your face right off. Steven Piercy of Rat, Quiet Riot, Vixen, and Riley's LA Guns are coming to Mohegan Sun Arena on Saturday, January 20th of next year. Wow. wow. I know. I know. And Rock 102 wants to send you to the show. Don't touch the phones, okay? it's Don't, don't get crazy now. <laughs> for for uh, details on how you can uh, get tickets, go to rock102.com slash concerts, and we'll uh, show you everything you need to know about the show again uh steve piercy of rat quiet riot vixen and riley's la guns all coming to mohegan sun from rock 102 springfield's classic rock
3: all right round and round yeah that's right we got a rat problem um i was gonna say it? i don't want to make it about me but i'll be headlining there this sunday <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll be headlining at uh, Mohegan Sun. Are Soul. you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: No yeah. kidding? Yeah, Sunday night. Oh, I saw that on, uh, online. Yeah. Good old comic set. That like a uh, showcase? Mohig. No, no. They're it's it's there's Sunday night show. They they. It's like a, they call it like, a, I don't even know what they call it. Something like Silly Sundays or something like that. But it's uh, it's not really a show. It's a regular show. I'll be doing 45 to an hour. Oh, look at you. Yeah, yeah. You know, work out some new stuff.
1: Rowing in D's with a good-ass job. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Is that, sure. is that a rat lyric? Is that a rat lyric?
1: Yes. in matter of fact, <laughs> Julio's uh, remake of Cool and the Gang's Too Hot.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. What? Well, it was
1: about. Was about uh,
3: missed that one, Steve. <laughs> you missed that one? Yeah, I missed uh, the. Cool the Gang remix from Coolio. You
1: don't remember that back in the 90s? It was Gangster's Paradise on that that album. I remember that. Well, Gangster's
3: Paradise
0: was a remake of uh, of Stevie Wonder. Well, I mean, pretty much
1: all of Coolio's songs are a remake of somebody, or a sampling, if you will, of other people's uh, music.
3: Have you guys seen the videos of the conspiracy that they say they believe that Stevie Wonder is actually not blind? yeah, I've heard it. I, I I don't see it. I don't see it, but the videos are hilarious to watch. the people telling the stories and stuff they're great. It's a fun thing to to YouTube uh
1: yeah, I'm just trying to I'm trying to pull up the lyrics because i i I can sing it. you can't play it on the air because it's got some uh you know uh, curse words uh, curse words in it. Mm-hmm. yeah he's talking about safe sex, but he but he goes on uh in his in his lyrics. Everybody listen up, because I'm about to get my speak on. Fools be tripping when it's time to get the freak on. Run around town, putting it down without no protection. Then they go into some other dirty words. When it's time for some action, what's your direction? Before you make a choice, you better do some inspection. If you don't know my aim, don't know my game, let me explain. Aisha slept with Mark, and Mark slept with Tina. And Tina slept with Javier the first time. She and Javier slept with Lupe, and Lupe slept with Rob because he was rolling on D's and had a good-ass job. That's where it was from. There you go. Well, yeah. well,
3: yeah. well all right. Uh- all right. <laughs>
1: Rob said, who oh, yeah. slept with Steve, and Steve was positive. <laughs> HIV was started off as a plan, ended up in the plot. Better cool your ass off because it's too damn hot. Oh,
0: you're, Anyhow, you're going to the gangster paradise. Song. No, this is actually the Stevie Wonder. The pastime paradise. Oh, rip. Yeah. You didn't know that? No,
3: I did not. Yeah. It's the same. This is the same. It's, it's, it's the same thing. Really? It sounds like Oasis. Doing Stevie
2: Wonder.
0: Oh. You didn't wow. know that? No. Oh yeah. Songs of the Key of Life One of the greatest albums of all time.
3: See, now how do you think how do you think he felt when Coolio took that song and made it oh, more I'm popular b- than is? I'm sure anything? he's very
0: happy because I'm sure there's a big stack of cash waiting uh, for him. That's true. Good residuals. He had to have someone count it for him, but nevertheless. Sure. <laughs> you know, sure, sure. Nevertheless. <laughs> I'm I'm sticking it too hot, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's 9:16 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. <laughs>